Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Hi there, everybody. Good morning. Thanks for being with us here on Undisputed today. I'm Jen Hale. That is Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. How are we today, guys? Uh, Whoa, move over, Luca. Here comes Zion. There is a monster on the loose down in the Big Easy. And I got to watch Jen Hale interview said monster after that performance last night. Way to go, Jen. Hollywood, he was just uh, 17 points short, two yeah. rebounds and yeah. seven assists. But other than that, it was, it was, it was, it was yeah, a good Yeah, we'll see about that. It was that. a nice little We're stat line. We're going to talk about that. He had a nice that. little stat line. Yeah, nice little nice stat line. Little stat line. <laughs> I appreciate it so much, guys. It was a tremendous game. It was. I had to warn you on yesterday's show, he was coming. You did. All right, Shannon, let's start off this morning talking about LeBron. He played in the Lakers back-to-back last night against the Heat. He dropped 27 points. It was a loss, though, 112-98. to After the game, LeBron was asked how many more years he has left. Take a listen. I don't have a number. Um, I know I, uh, as long as my mind stays in it, um, I can play at this level for for a minute. I'm a winner, and I want to win. And um, you know, I want to win and, and give myself a chance to 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 win and still compete for championships. And I know it takes steps to get there, but once you get there and you know how to get there, um, playing basketball at this level just to be playing basketball is not. It's not in my DNA. There's a lot there, huh? Shannon, do you like or do you have a problem with what LeBron said? I don't have a problem with it. Actually, I like what he said. Because he said, Skip, look at the level that I'm playing at. And it's all for not. I'm going to average 27, 28 points a game, eight rebounds, seven assists, and guess what? I'm going to be home again. Probably missed the playoffs for the third time in five years since I've come to L.A. That's not what it's about. He says once you reach a level, a certain level, and the greats reach that level, Skip, it's not just good enough to play well because it's almost like they're playing meaningless basketball. Okay, I did this, but what is it for? I played this way. I invest what I invest. I'm away from my family, both mentally and physically. And what is it for? What am I doing this for? And he says it's mine, and that's a big thing. Skip, my mind wouldn't let me do the meetings anymore. That would, my body was still fresh. I could still lift comfortable. I couldn't train with the intensity for as long as I once could, but my, my, my body was still good. It just, those okay. meetings beat me down. Okay. That's, that's basically what he's saying. If my mind is still there, my body will get there. Because okay. you'll prepare. Yep. 
<laughs> like you need to prepare to make sure you're prepared. But Skip, I like, and I said, he's looking at it now, he's like, we're 14 and 21. And right now, we're three games away from the play-in spot. And it doesn't look like Anthony Davis is on the, on the horizon in returning. And, and, and so what? I passed Kareem. Wow, that's an unbelievable accomplishment. Nobody thought it's almost been, it's been almost 40 years since Kareem broke this record. Uh, he's about to start his 19th straight All-Star game. Oh, unbelievable accomplishment. Only, uh, I mean, he'll, so he'll tie Kareem for the most All-Star games, and he's already number one for the most uh, All-Star starts. Wow, wow, unbelievable. But that's not what LeBron is playing for currently. All those kudos, when you look back at Skip, and that's going to be like, ooh, man, you see that? He went to this many All-Star games straight. He started this many all-time leading, uh, uh, points leader. Yeah, but he missed the playoffs three in the five years. He missed the playoffs four or six. He missed the playoffs five or seven. That's not how he wants to be remembered, especially playing at the level in which he's played at. Skip, I mean, we give Jordan a break because Jordan wasn't the same guy. And, you know, he averaged 20 points both seasons, 25 and 5, I think. No, it was 20 and 6 both years. 20 and 26 six rebounds. Right, yeah, 20 yeah. points, uh, yeah. 6 rebounds, yes. 6 assists. Yes. Which, which, is, which is good. Which is, but, Skip, this, I mean, look at this man. This man is uh, averaging 28, 8, and 6. And what is it going for? Last year he averaged 30, what, 38 and 5, 38 and 6. And it did what? And so he's, like, basically telling y'all, Rob, see, man. 30. Eight rebounds, yeah, yeah, 30, okay, yeah, yeah. not 38 points. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. 38 and 6, Yes, uh, which means, yeah, like you yeah. said. All right. And Skip, that's basically saying, Rob, what y'all going to do about this? But LeBron might have to move, take his show on the road. He might have to move on down the road. He, he might. In order to get okay. to what he wants, and that's to play meaningful, ba- play at this level, and then get an opportunity to play meaningful basketball down the stretch and in the postseason. Okay. <sighs> I hear everything you just said. I'm a little worn out of beating up on LeBron, and I, I don't really want to do it right now. But you have a phrase that you use back across the table to me all the time. You say, that is so unbecoming of you. <laughs> For me, this is unbecoming of LeBron. I just didn't want to hear it now. I don't think his teammates want to hear this now. So he, when would you prefer he, him to make this he, statement? He's better than this. I get it. He, he wants to win. He's ashamed of being in the middle of this. But the point is that he had a lot to do with getting in the middle of this. Because the biggest picture is, even though the quote-unquote goat needs a scapegoat, and, and now it feels like he's deflecting blame onto Rob Palenka. Is that how we're interpreting? I think that's the way most people are interpreting, yeah, right? Yeah, put the team together. It's, it's Rob's fault. Okay, I'm going to reiterate. LeBron wanted Anthony Davis, and by God, they went and got him. And right. I think LeBron and Rich and all of them, Maverick, they all had a lot to do with the maneuver of getting him out of New Orleans to Los Angeles. Right. And, and it did benefit because they got a they championship out of yeah. it. But you knew he stays hurt, and he has pretty much stayed hurt, except for that one bubblicious bubble run where – they got a couple of months off to get ready for the bubble run, and they went down and they all stayed healthy. So you got it. Way to go. Bingo. But Anthony has mostly stayed hurt. LeBron has been hurt more than he used to get hurt. Right. And yet both LeBron and AD badly wanted two years ago Russell Westbrook going into last season. Mm-hmm. And by God, they went out and they got him. And right. it cost them the, the, what they had to trade for him. It cost some players, Kuzma and KCP and blah, blah, blah. Right. But, and some other things. But the point was that 
They paid the freight. It was $44 million and $47 million. Correct. And then LeBron wanted max dollars, so they gave LeBron max dollars. And I tell you again and again, there's another way you can go at this. If you want to give Rob Polinka a little more rope, if you, if you want to look at it that way, but you want to give him a little more flexibility, you can go the Tim Duncan route. Because those last three years in San Antonio, he took pathetic salaries. He, he took close to minimum salaries so that they could maximize the bench. Well, so where's okay? R.C. Buford at in this equation? Okay, all right. Well, I don't think Rob Polink is an idiot, but he's not R.C. Buford. Okay. Okay, I, I got you. But even you thought going into this year that this was the third or fourth best team in the West. Mm-hmm. So you didn't have a huge problem with what he had assembled at this point, given what cap room he had left, given the fact that LeBron wanted the max, AD's getting the max, and Russ has already gotten the max, right? right? Mm-hmm. It's, you, you got a big three. You got three first ballot Hall of Famers. And I keep telling you, there are nights when, when AD is right, because there was a four-game stretch about a month ago when I'm not sure there's been a better four-game stretch in the history of the league than right. the four he put together. So can he show you flashes of top five? Sure yeah. he can. Yeah. Okay, so you still have that as a potential return. I don't know when he's going to come back. But I think the thing is, Skip, yeah, you got three first ballot Hall of Famers, but Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, and, and Carl Malone, they're not a fit. You got three yeah. first battle Hall of okay. Famers. You put them on the same team, and what do you have? Right, but LeBron's smarter than that. He's got to know that, right? Well, clearly he didn't know Okay, that. he didn't know that one. So maybe he swung and missed at this one. But he's still got the highest IQ in basketball. Right. So I, it's hard for me to dock him on that one because his gut was this will work at the highest level. But when you commit to, to Russell Westbrook, you're committing to a whole lot of stuff, man. But, but also, Skip. When has LeBron had something and it didn't work? Okay. He goes to Miami and they surround, but they were shooters. They were he shooters. goes back to Cleveland, Channing, Channing Fry and JR and all those guys, they were James yep. Jones. They were shooters. They haven't surrounded him with shooters. Yeah, okay, Russ, the Russ experiment hadn't worked. It's working better this year in a reserve role where he comes off the bench and he can speed the tempo up. Okay. But he needs shooters. Get Bogdanovich. You get a buddy healed. Those situ- those things will work better for LeBron than say getting bigs or getting guys that defend because these guys don't defend anyway. And then you had two guys that laid blanks last night, Austin Reeves and Lottie Walker. They did. Okay. The other problem is the guy who takes your most three-point shots is the guy who's deflecting the blame because LeBron leads the the team, obviously, in attempts. And to his credit, by far, he made his first two last night and broke a long string of misses. But then he missed his last three, so it didn't have enough impact on the game going forward. Right. And then the other thing that just rankled me, it just sort of rubs me the wrong way, is that this was a fascinating game last night against a very good team back was, in Miami. It was a winnable game. Skip. Okay, look, okay, I, I'm gonna, I want to clue in everybody if you didn't have time to study this box score. They out-rebounded the hard-nosed, tough-minded Miami Heat 44-37. to That should put you in position to win this basketball yes. game. Outshot them. They, they outshot them from the floor. It was barely, but they did. From the floor, they outshot them. It was 48.1 to 47.8, but they slightly outshot yeah. them from the floor. From three, they outshot them 36.1% to 31.4%. So if if I told you these numbers blind, if I if I had you in a vacuum and I gave you those numbers, I'd say, Shannon, what do you think? Mm-hmm. You, you'd, say, you'd say, I think we got them. No, I need you to go a little further okay, right. Well, I know. Okay, so now we get to turnovers, and it goes to 24 for your team to five for the home 20. It's it's rare to see an NBA team have only five, five. turnovers, but they only had five, which means 
you, you, again, you guys were back to back. And by the way, I, I want to credit LeBron because I was I was in awe that he chose right. to play. Right. Now remember, it's back in his old stomping grounds, and he's got good, warm, tropical vibes in that building right. because he won his first two championships in that building. And I think he loves the shooting back. I just think he loves it down right. there. I think it reinvigorated him, and it was a little easier to play back to back. It's not like you're having to play back to back. Any any plus it's Miami. Somewhere. Yeah, it's it's Miami. So he, he was a little reinvigorated early in the game, but he had a hard time sustaining it. Okay, so then speaking of the 24 turnovers, who was most at fault for the LeBron turnovers? Six well, of them. well, he was. And just for those who didn't get to see the game because it was on national TV, he, here are six turnovers. So, again, th- this is setting up the post-game interview. I just, I just want you to see what, what's happening here. So this is where – That's two turnovers. Okay, charge. Okay, that's just a charge. Okay. Then – Strip. Okay, strip. Three. Okay, is he mentally weary from going back to back? He probably is. Okay, that's just a bad idea. Yeah. That's almost Four. that was Westbrookian, I think. Five. Um, okay. All right, and he's trying to force six. one in. Okay. All right. So that's six out of twenty-four, which led the team. But you had two other players, Austin Reeves and somebody. Did Thomas Bryant? No, somebody else had four turnovers, or maybe it's just three and three. Anyway, the the point is. 15 turnovers, you win that game. He, he led the charge in the turnovers. And off the turnovers, this is, this is what made it double jeopardy. W- would you believe it was 31 to 2 on points off turnover? Yeah. Points off turnovers, yeah. 31 to 2. That's, that, that, they're your hidden figures right. in the box yeah. score, right? Okay, so that's how you did a lot of good things, but you, you did some ungood shot, things shot yourself in the that, foot. That, that turned it upside down, right. turned it on its head. Okay, so. In, in the end, it, it, it forces me to step back and look at what's been happening and not happening. And I'm going to say this again. I thought there were 15 games last year, a, a year in which they went 33 and 49 and missed the play-in tournament. I thought there were 15 times that there were close games where I have so much respect for LeBron James, you got to go home, James, get this game home. It doesn't matter whether you scored or whatever you have to do, just get the game home, and, and he didn't. And we've already had three examples of that this year because – the debacle of the year was the Indiana game at home. They're up 17 in the fourth quarter. You've got LeBron bleeping James with the ball in his hands. You just have to just get it home. Indiana's not Boston. They're not Milwaukee. Well, they They're not they was 12-14 on Boston. Okay, all right, you, you got it. But in the Indiana game, we go down the stretch, and they're up 17, and LeBron goes two for eight. And he's been guarded by Nimhard, who's like 6'3", and he's, he's a rookie. And Nimhard ends up not only guarding LeBron, but he makes the, the shot to win the game. Okay. And then the, the game at Philly down the stretch, they roared back. But LeBron got quieter and quieter as the game got deeper and deeper because maybe he just wears out. Maybe right. he is playing too many minutes. He's 35.8. I think he's played the 19th most. He's still top 20 in minutes. Right. Okay. They get to overtime in Philadelphia, and AD missed a free throw that could have gotten them there. Right. Actually, he, he missed two that you could argue could have gotten them there. But they got there at Philadelphia against a team that I picked to win the East. And then LeBron plays all five minutes of the overtime, and, and he doesn't score. Yeah, he goes 0 for 2 yeah. and 0 for 1 well, from 3. Well, he missed the bunny layup at the very beginning. It started it. Mm-hmm. It started it. Okay, so you didn't close that one. And, again, 
you're still playing an extremely high level. And then Charlotte, they had just gotten their best players back, and it's last Friday night at home, and you roar back, and LeBron was great, get him back in position, but on the last possession, you you got to close it. you just got to figure out a way to get the game tied because you're down two. And he throws a shoe. I've never seen anything like it before, but he runs completely out of yeah. a shoe. I mean, it happens. I mean, we see okay. that all the time with I, guys losing I, I, I don't see losing the whole shoe. Skip, I see remember, it you, you remember Zion blew the entire okay, shoe but, out? but that was at Duke. But I'm saying, but, but the, he blew, but that the shoe, happened. The shoe blew up yeah, but on skip. Zion, but that was like a cheap shoe. That was no, like, That was no cheap shoe. That was, I think that might have well, been a Kyrie or Paul George or something. But, but it split open. Yeah, but it, I'm saying they have. Skip, we've seen guys, we've seen guys lose shoes all the time, and they end up, and the guy would grab the shoe and throw it in the stands, or he he grab the shoe. But, and but it was it. weird because he didn't step on anybody right. or didn't get kicked. It wasn't in high traffic. He just yeah. ran out of his shoe. Yeah. I don't know what happened, but whatever. They didn't beat Charlotte at home, so these losses mount up because they're. Can you? Can you? Can you? Right. You're 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 almost there. You're right. almost there. You're almost there. You do a lot of good things at Miami. But you, you pretty much lose badly, right, but, but, in the but, end. But the thing is, Skip, look at what Brooklyn was. Losing, losing, losing. And then they get Kyrie back and they take off, take off, take right. off. All right. Well, LeBron doesn't have I, a, I do think the coaching change was well, huge that, that definitely, that no, definitely no, helped. No, seriously. Yeah. I think they were done with Steve Nash, and I don't blame him. Right. I, I think he was... He, he thinks he's a genius, and he's trying to make them do things that they just don't want to do that didn't fit the team. Right. So I think... Jacques Vaughn is in line to be coach of the year for what he's doing with this. I group. just think, Skip, he's frustrated. I get the level of frustration. He says, I'm playing at an all-time high level, and I'm playing for what? What, what, what am I going to have to show for it after this season? Now, this will be back-to-back seasons in which I've had historically great seasons, not just for a guy that's 36, 37, turning 38, but a guy for 26, 27, turning 28. Okay. Those are great seasons. And yep. what do I have to show for it? I'm okay. probably not going to even make the play in. All right, so they're 14 and 21. We still have so many games. We, we almost have 50 games yeah. left. But right? what, have, what have you seen to make you think they can get back in? You I, I saw AD. I but saw Skip, him. he's on the bench. I know. I got it. And they won't even divulge what is what the issue is. They said they're going to make an announcement maybe tomorrow or today, something one of these yeah. next couple of days to say, we'll, we'll tell you what the problem is and how long he's going to be out. That's going to be the next announcement, right? right? Okay, so I, I get that. Maybe – Maybe LeBron knows something about AD's, what is his foot? foot. Or, okay. Maybe he's going to be gone for a long time. Right. Maybe he's, it's a threatening for him to be gone for the year. Right. I, I don't know. But LeBron's attitude is so defeatist that as the leader, the obvious leader of the team, that's like a joke to even acknowledge that, but you're sending the wrong message to your teammates because it's too much basketball left to be played. I don't know. Could it, they get on some kind of a run and at least make the play-in but, but, what, but, Skip, you keep saying they get on a run, but what have you seen that would make you think it's possible? Given that AD is out, and he might not be coming back anytime soon, he might not be back on the horizon very soon. Okay, so what have you seen from the Lakers? Minus AD that make you think, and even when AD was there, they were very, they, they were nip tuck ball games. AD giving you fifty five seventeen. He's giving you forty twenty. Well, I told you for that four game stretch, nobody in the history of the league had put up numbers like that because what was it thirty six yeah. eighteen, two blocks yeah. a game. Three blocks. Three, let, three let, blocks and two yeah, steals. Exactly. That's what it was. Three but, blocks and two steals. What? But let me ask you. Nobody's a question. ever done that before. They putting up numbers like that. Yeah. How many times were LeBron and AD sitting on the bench with six minutes to go? They weren't. Okay. So even though they're putting up those numbers, look how close the ball games were. Okay, so now you remove one of those guys, and you expect to win? You expect to get on a roll? I haven't seen anything. There ain't that much bread to get on. Were you talking about a roll? What roll? 
Skip, this is who they are. Skip, okay, they're, skip, they're not a okay, good team. The night before at Orlando, I know you say it's just the magic. The Magic had won eight of nine games. The Magic had just won twice at Boston. They're dangerous, especially at home. And I thought it was the most impressive sort of wire-to-wire win of the year. Even though LeBron continued to miss threes, he was 0 for 7. But he put up big numbers. They made 17 threes. And I said, okay, maybe. Yeah. You do realize the Magic got the doors blown off them last they night did. by Detroit, by yeah. a team that only won nine. Okay. They, they, they won four fewer games than the Lakers. Okay, I got it, but they did win eight out of nine games, and I'm not sure how after I watched them the night before yes. or last night, but okay, I got it. It was just a little ray of hope, just yeah. a little sign of life yeah. where I said, oh, you guys can make 17 threes even though LeBron didn't make one. Oh, good. You got that. So. It, it was some, it's, it's what you needed when the year started. You need the other guys to be able to make yeah. 17 threes right. a night, right? Yeah. Isn't that what you need? Yeah, you need of course. snipers? Yes, yes. You, but we don't have okay. snipers. Okay. We got guys that occasionally can get hot and knock down threes, but you need a Bogdanovich. You need a Buddy Hill that more times than not, Skip, they're going to give you somewhere between three and five threes a night. Yeah. And you can live with that. So, therefore, therefore the, the, the floor is spaced better, and LeBron has an opportunity to get downhill. You see, when he tried to get away, there's three guys right around him. Why? Because I don't respect those, those guys you got out there on the perimeter. Yep. They can't knock down threes consistently. Yep. So, let's pack the paint. Hey, I'm going to bring Bam. Here come Jimmy Butler. Here come Vincent and all these guys, you know, reaching and grabbing, and the ball put, comes out. I Why? Because they don't respect anybody that's on the perimeter, and they don't think they can knock down shots, which they can't consistently. Okay. Austin Reeves has turned himself into a pretty good three-point shooter, but to your point, last night was not his night. He missed all four. Lonnie Walker turned himself into a – But you've been raving about him. Yes. And I told you, I watched him all the time in San Antonio, and he comes and he goes and he comes and he goes. Well, he damn sure went last night. He went, and and he goes too often south (laughs) from my taste. But that's – that's who you got. That, right. That's the kind of money you had left under your cap is we got to try with Lonnie Walker. And for the most part, he's played very he's well. He's played very well. But I think the thing is, Skip, that what you need, if you could have, and I don't know, like I said, I'm, I'm not in, in, in Rob Palenka's shoes, probably you probably need to look for a shooter. Can I get a shooter for $8, 9000000 million? Maybe. $6, 7, $8, 9000000 million? You, you might. Because you'd you been might. better served with that. And I know Lonnie Walker is very athletic. Uh, he's not the greatest of defenders, and I would like to. I thought they had some good defenders. I thought Schroeder, but when they get guards and they get other guys, it's just hard for them to match up with them. We saw them with Garland and Mitchell. Okay. We see but, them, but, with- but I see these flashes. I saw them on Christmas Day. They're up eleven at halftime but, at Luca. Yeah, and then what happened? The, the, the worst. The, well, yeah, but they they couldn't miss in the third quarter. Yeah. 51 points you gave up, which is the most any team's given up yeah. in any quarter this year. And you made the case it might end up being the biggest <laughs> exactly. of, of the whole year. Okay, so in the end, 14 and 21, and yet I keep saying LeBron is still playing at a high level. Russell Westbrook is running away with six-man of the year and had another, I don't know, pretty good game last night. Would you call 15? He had eight assists, 15 points and eight assists. He only had four boards, but 15 and eight. Yeah, it's pretty good. He yeah. had three turnovers for him. Pretty good. Yeah. Right. So he's playing for him at a high level. LeBron's playing for him at a high level. Austin Reeves has been a revelation for the most part this year. Lonnie Walker has been pretty good. Better than I thought. Right. Better than probably right. you thought. So if you put AD back in this mix, it, it just seems like it should be better than you're giving it credit for. But here's the thing, Skip. This is what we know. 
as players start to age, no matter what the sport is, their impact on said sport is okay. not the same. See Tom Brady. That's what you've been saying. The, okay. The, his All impact right. is not the same. And even look at Federer. The things that Federer used to could do when he was younger. Yep. Those shots he couldn't pull off anymore. And when he did pull them off, guys could get to him. Okay. So the impact. As you start to age, and we see LeBron. LeBron okay. used to get a 35 skip, a 35-point night for LeBron. That's okay. a dub. All a 38-point right. night for LeBron, that's a dub. But what I hated is we're not even to January 1 yet, and that was a concession speech to me. Didn't it come off that way to you? Skip, I don't care. We, look, we don't, I don't need to get the tax day. You want to get to April 15th. And when, I, when I get my income tax, it's going to be all right. No, 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 no. LeBron says, I don't, hey, I don't need to wait to April 15th. I see. You see it, too. You know what it is, Skip. Okay, so it sounds like he needs to go somewhere where they're already low. He needs to go to Boston, or right? No, I'm not saying go to Boston, Skip, but he needs. He definitely needs to go somewhere where the team is better suited for what his skill set is, and the 28, eight, and six that he gives you will have meaningful impact. Okay, 28, eight, and six on on this team will mean means absolutely nothing. Okay, so last question: How would you feel if you were his teammate this morning? And you heard or read these quotes? Uh, anytime I, I listen very carefully to what John, I mean, obviously the other quarterback. John Elway. John Elway. Yep. I listen very carefully to what he said. And if he said something I took a meaning, he's talking about me. I need to pick my game up. I'm out there bull jiving. Okay. So, so that's that's the way I took it. I never took it as a shot because I know he wouldn't take he he wouldn't be but, taking. But, but there was never a time John Elway indicated I'm giving up on this season because you guys you were always good, right? Well, for the most part, we were fairly good, Skip. But like I said, sometimes I put a lot of emphasis on myself, okay? Because as as the leader of the receivers, okay, it was my job to make sure all the other guys were ready to play. Hey, you know what you got? You know what you got? Hey, there's an expectation here. Okay. And so that was my that was my responsibility. I don't know whose responsibility because I don't need LeBron. Hey, come on, guys, come on, guys. Not, John, that wasn't John. He had enough on his plate. Worried about the blitz. Worried about the defense. Calling the plays. Making sure everything was going according to the plan. Now let me take some of the burden off of him to make sure these guys are ready to play. I'm the one that was sticking okay. my foot in the lineman butts when they wasn't doing what they were supposed okay. to. All right, it's different. That's it, it, it's different. it's yeah. totally different. Right. But he but he was a different type of leader. Then say a will of LeBron. That is true. Gentlemen, it is a stress injury in AD's right foot. That's what I'm suffering, stress. LeBron's birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Stress, indeed. And Lakers fans feel it, too. For LeBron's birthday, he plays the Hawks in Atlanta, guys. All right. Still to come here on Undisputed, how important is tonight's game for your Cowboys, Skip? (sighs) Plus, what is going on with the Raiders? Have we seen the last of Derek Carr in the black and silver? That's coming up on the other side of this break. When it comes to travel... We all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. 
Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. The Cowboys have become 12-and-a-half-point favorites over the Titans, according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. Tennessee going to sit several of their starters, plus Derrick Henry is doubtful tonight. The Titans are in a win-and-end situation with the playoffs next week against the Jaguars, rendering this game essentially meaningless for their postseason picture. So, Shannon, on a scale of 1 to 10, flip the script. How important is this game for Skip's Cowboys? One. A one. Yeah, if they win, what happens? I told you two weeks ago, I said, if you don't win this game against Jacksonville, nothing else matters. It doesn't matter if you beat Philly. Mm. Because what you've done, you've uh, surrendered. Now, all of a sudden, instead of two games back, with a chance to be one game back, and then with two games to play, you're going to be three games back. Mm. Now you beat them, you're still two games back. Now you got to hope you win out and hope they lose out, which they're not going to do. So, and the five spot is the best you can, it's either Five or one. You can't be two. You can't be three. You can't be four. You're either in the five spot or you're in the one spot. Uh, and I think there's a 99.99% chance you're in the five spot. There's a point zero 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 one percent you're in the one spot. That's what happens when you didn't take care of your business on the road in Duval County, which happens to be Jacksonville. Mm. So for me, Skip, I'm hoping, they can, I'm hoping the Titans can feel the team. Look at the guy that out. Cole, linebacker, Cunningham, linebacker, Bud Dupree, Pectoria. He's out. Hooker knee, uh, the tackle is out, Jeffrey Simmons is out, Ryan Tannehill is out, Josh Thomas in a concussion. Danico Autry is p- doubtful, Fulton doubtful, Derrick Henry, hip, doubtful. Mm. Can you even feel the team and then your quarterback, Malik Willis, Skip? The guys failed to throw for 100 yards in all three of his starts. And you, what am I supposed to do with this? Mm. I, I feel bad uh, uh, for uh, the, the coach. Because I, I, I like him. I think he's, he's a tough, fiery guy. I think guys love playing for him. But at some point in time, I mean, you got to give me something to go fight with, Skip. Mm. I can't go to war with rocks. And everybody else got grenades and rocket launchers. Mm. So here come the Cowboys. Very good team. And you got me going out there on a short week because we lost Sunday. And we turn it around and play it on, on Thursday with a third of our, half of our roster. Mm. So it, it doesn't do anything for me, Skip. Cowboys are 12 and a half point favorite. Mm-hmm. They should be ashamed if this game is, if this game is under 17. Mm. They should be embarrassed if it's under 17. But it doesn't mean anything, Skip. It does, it, there's no importance. Now, look, if you want to say, what's, you, you know, Shannon, you know you got three games left. I mean, so this will be four games. You want to go on a winning streak, a nice winning streak uh, over a month going into the playoffs to really feel good. Okay, I'll give you that. But for me, ain't no point in this game right here. This is. This is this is this is the Titans mm. with uh, uh, uh with a third of their roster, half of their roster starters, that's gone. Mm. Okay, first order of business in my lengthy career <laughs> of covering these games and these finishes in this league, I've never heard of anything like this. No. How the schedule fell so quirkily that all of a sudden 
This game doesn't matter to a team that will play at Jacksonville. It'll be in 10 days, right. actually. So right. they, they get 10 days to get right for at Jacksonville. Right. And no matter what happens tonight, they could lose 100 to nothing tonight. If they go win at Jacksonville, they win the division. division. I've never heard of anything I, like I that. Either. Okay. This is our fate. This is our circumstance. You can say it's the greatest thing that oh, ever happened. Oh, you're clapping. You're yeah. extremely okay. happy. All right. Now back to Jen's question. Scale of 1 to 10, how important is this game for Dallas? It's a 10 for me. The reason being – my team has a long history of playing down to the level of competition. My team has a longer history of playing down to the level of the circumstance, and this is as dangerous a Dallas Cowboy circumstance as you can get. Because what do you always say? They, what do you do? Cowboy things? Yeah, they, they will be they cow- cowboying. cowboying. Okay. You can't come out and cowboy around tonight. <laughs> you, you have to not only take care of business, but you have to sustain the momentum that you rebuilt and relaunched against Philadelphia on Christmas Eve. You, you have to not only maintain it, but you have to fuel it forward. I keep bringing up God's coach, Tom Landry. Right. He preached. He told me again and again, you have to streak into the playoffs. If you're going to go win the big prize, yeah. you have to streak. You know this from the many times, although you had some glitches before, yeah. but in the, for the most part, you need to catch fire right. late and sustain fire through the playoff run. And my team recaught some fire against Philadelphia, albeit against their backup quarterback. And I look forward to seeing them again in the playoffs with Jalen Hurts. But speaking of Jalen Hurts, this ain't over yet. I don't care what you say. It's the National Football League. And I watched parts of the Saints up at Cleveland in the bitter cold. They won the football game against Deshaun Watson, and they looked pretty good in doing so in the bitter cold. My point is, are they capable of going into the cold weather? It won't be as cold at Philadelphia. Are they capable of going in there and upsetting the Eagles? I don't know if Jalen's going to play or not. You said he, it was pretty serious shoulder injury that he suffered. Well, so what? Is he, is, are they going to risk it or not risk it? Because if they don't, if, let's just do the worst-case scenario. If they lose, then they got to deal with the Giants. It's an arch rival, and the Giants have been playing pretty well. Here in the, I see glimpses. They, Daniel Jones has gotten a little better through the year. He's dangerous. They're dangerous because they're the Giants and these are the Eagles. So don't tell me it's completely over here. And you, it, for the least thing the Dallas Cowboys can do tonight is to apply a little bit of pressure by just going and taking care of business. I'm talking about flexing tonight. I'm talking about taking the game over in the first quarter against a a quarterback who I like coming out. I I do like him, and I still think he's got a future, Malik. But, hey, he has been flat out overmatched. Yeah, you can name all those starters. They got backups that are quality. Hey, you know how my team plays. Yeah, we no, should have won the game at Jacksonville. We're up 27 that, to 10. We're up 28 to 14 at, at Green Bay. Right, 28 to 14. Right. But, but, okay? but, don't, but skip. You, you saw what happened. The Indianapolis Colts are going for two late in the third quarter to tie the football game yeah. at Jerry World. You saw what happened. The Lions, Jamal Williams is going in for the but score take the to take the lead yeah. early in the fourth quarter. These things happen to my team. Right. And my team would go, boom, flex. Right. 33 to nothing against the Colts. Would we beat uh, Detroit in the second half? 21 to nothing, we beat Detroit. Okay, so I keep telling you, my team's got firepower. My team's got star power because it does. When it flexes, 
the, the NFL world shudders because it can do potent things. Yeah, but, but sometimes but you, they don't, you, the, the, the but, fireworks but you, don't go okay, off. But you cannot look past this one. It is Thursday night football, and you can scoff all you want, but I, I've watched this team too much. Yeah, let's, let's, let's not, let's if not you do. mess around, screw around, all of a sudden you, you get to the fourth quarter and it's a close game, that's what's got potential if, tonight. If you told me. All of these guys were available. I, look, at this time, at this time of the season, everybody's banged up. But if you told me all their guys were ba- available and the Titans were playing like they did in the middle of the season when they won like six games, I would say, Skip, you got your hands full. Mm. But you see what has happened. Jacksonville has been able to get back in it after being four or five games back. They've been able to get back in it. And now you're dealing with your, uh, your uh, linebackers and O-line and D-line and your quarterback and your running back. Okay. Your best players are hurt. Okay. You mean to tell me you, you're concerned as great a co- as, as a good a coach as Mike Vrabel is? At some point in time, Skip, you got to put quality players on the field to give your team a chance to win. Yeah. I don't know how many quality players, and when I say quality, you're starters. Yeah. Because there's a reason why they're starters and your backups are your backups. Okay. Because if your backups were as good as your starters, they would be starting and the starters would be the backups. Mike Vrabel's a really good football coach. He is coach. a very good coach. He's a great underdog coach. He, he's a great igniter and motivator in ways my head coach is not. My head coach just needs to stay mostly out of the way. We have sort of won in spite of him and in spite of the owner-operator sitting up in his luxury box. The point is, Vrabel will have whoever's left, he'll have them as ready to play as they can be. And they teach physical football. And it will be cold. It's not going to be as cold as it was last week in Nashville. No, no, no. But if the Cowboys come out and say, you know, it's a little too cold for us. We, we don't really enjoy this. They're coming out with their new all-white all helmets. You like those, don't you? I think they're pretty cool. I saw Zeke had posted yeah. one a little while yeah. ago. I, I'm not a big uniform guy, but I, I like them. You do like the uniform. Okay. You like the original uniform, the one oh, that I had do. the star on the I, I do like sleep. that. Yeah. I like the design of oh, it. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Okay. But I went through years and years where the blue jerseys, were Jinx jerseys, okay? <laughs> so are the white helmets going to become Jinx helmets? I'm just telling you, I've been doing this for too long with this team. You better not stoop to the level of what you're up against and look up in the fourth quarter and say, they're still in the game? Because they're going to be throwing rocks. They're not going to be shooting rockets at you. Right. They're going to be throwing rocks at your new white helmets. And if they hit you enough and, and some rocks start going through the face mask and hitting you in the yeah, face, yeah. it's going to start to hurt. And you're going to get in some trouble, and you're going to lose your momentum because the beautiful thing would be to go do a 44 to nothing on Malik tonight. Just 44 to nothing, sack him eight times, get back on the horse and ride it where the sack attack returns because it's been non-existent, right? right? right. We have one sack in, what, four games now, yes, right? Yes, one sack in yes. four games after we led the NFL in sacks. Mm-hmm. Well, this is screaming for you to regain your sack momentum. I'd like to see Micah have two maybe, you know, right. and, and maybe Dorrance Armstrong would get one and maybe D-Law would get one right. and maybe Dante Fowler would get one. And all of a sudden you'd feel real good about yourselves. And guess what you could do now? You got one more at Washington and you could say, we rest, right? Skip, but at the end of the day, Skip, you know Bob Baffert. He's a friend of mine. Yeah. You give Bob Baffert a mule and you give me a thoroughbred, I'm going to beat him. And I don't care how good he is. And so I don't care how good a coach you have. You can't keep losing all these good players and say, you know what, I'm going to go out there against a team that's fully, for the most part, fully healthy, a very talented team in the Cowboys that's, what are they, 11 and 1, 12 and 4? Mm. No, 11 and 4. 
Tell well, me. My only question about Baffert is what would he give the mule? It doesn't matter. You, if it's a mule, okay, I'll give you Shug McGahee, you're going to D-Wayne Lucas, whoever you want. Okay. All right. I got you. But I'm just saying this is a trap game for the Dallas Cowboys because of their history. And I keep telling you, well, history shouldn't matter. Wait, that's what you did, but you just I know. I'm just saying I've seen it too many times. Now, I'm not saying this team will fall into that trap. But it has trap written all over it because of the coach on the other sideline. I, I don't love it because – you don't think they'll come out and try to win the game with what of they course, have? Of course. Of course they Let me will. ask you a question. You think you could trap a bear, a bear with a mouse trap? No. No. Exactly. So that's a, the, the, the Tennessee Titans are a mouse trap, mm-hmm. and the Cowboys are bears, okay. and that's what you're using. Okay. I, I need explosion tonight because <laughs> you know and I know if they muck around tonight no. – it, it, and, and it becomes one of those sort of moral losses. It'd be 17 nothing in the first quarter. Okay, will it? For 17 okay, nothing in the first right. quarter. I'm not going to bet on it because I'm not going to bet against 17, my team. 17 okay, nothing in the first that. quarter. 17 nothing, what will be at halftime? Probably 20. I will say probably 27 3. 27 to 3 at halftime. What's the final score? 40s? God, yeah. Uh, 41, 41, 10. Dak, Dak, Dak probably played to the third quarter. Okay. 41 to 10 says the Hall of Famer, Shannon yep. Sharp. Okay. I will, I, I will run with that because that's what I need. Yeah. I said 44 to nothing, but I'll take 41 to 10. I need my team to feel real good about itself as it takes basically a week off at Washington to get ready for a playoff game. Right. Maybe at Brady. I don't know. I don't even know if Brady can survive, but it could right. be at Brady. I'm curious, gentlemen, to see how much Micah Parsons and Tony Pollard play. They're both listed as questionable coming into today. Pollard hasn't even practiced all week. All right, moving on to the Raiders. They've decided to bench Derek Carr, gentlemen. That ahead of this week's clash with the 49ers. Instead, Jarrett Stidham gets the start. Josh McDaniel says it's, quote, an opportunity to evaluate a younger player. According to reports, Carr's going to step away from the team this week to avoid being a distraction. Man, <laughs> Shannon, do you think Derek Carr has played his last game ever as a Raider? Hey, man, hey, where's Derek Carr? He was a starter for 15 games. Where is he now? Oh, he <laughs> stepped away. What's wrong? Oh, he got benched. That's the distraction. The moment that, that Josh McDaniels did this, this was a distraction. Skip, and, and, and his last two head coaches, they were never in love with Derek Carr. They liked him. They appreciated what he could do, but they never, they never wrapped their arms around him and fully embraced him. I think they tried and they, tried and failed. But, Skip, yep. I mean, we can, we can trash Derek Carr, but let me tell you, since he's been in the NFL, he's had the 32nd-ranked defense since he's been in the NFL. And here's where they are this year. 31st in takeaways, 30th in sacks, 30th in penalties, 27th in pass defense, 27th in red zone defense, yep. 25th in total defense, tied for 23rd in points allowed, 22nd on third down. But that's Derek Carr. This is what I know also, Skip. Last year with a less talented roster, guess what Derek Carr had this team? Mm. In the playoffs. He did. Guess where he's this team now with a less with a more talented roster? Not in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Now we know this also about Josh McDaniels. Do you see you want to know what his head coaching record is? Go back and check at Denver. You I know who he's a tremendous offensive coordinator. He is. When he has Bel- Belichick and he has that other guy that happened to be in Tampa. Yep. So now tell me what when he was the offensive coordinator for the Rams, how he looked. How he looking right now? Mm-hmm. So you keep talking about product of the system, and you talk about Tom Brady made. Boy, 
Tom Brady made him. Yep. And it seems to be without Tom Brady, he's absolutely nothing. I'm not skipping. I'm not going to excuse Derek Carr play because he's been some, ooh, really smelly at points in time this year. Okay, he is leading the league in interceptions. Go he, ahead. Well, hell, hell, I wish his team could lead the league in the interceptions. I wish it. Skip, you got Max Crosby. You got uh, Chandler Jones. And you're 30th in sacks? How? Hmm. Skip. Derek Carr, look, I mean, you, you, they moved to Vegas. They got John Gruden, and then he has to deal with Antonio Brown shenanigans. You got Hard Knocks and Henry Ruggs, DUI, yeah. manslaughter. You got Josh, uh, uh, John Gruden getting fired. Yeah. Uh, uh, you got a, the first-round pick with a gun video. Yeah. Defense terrible. Uh, everything, defense been bad. Yeah. Waller and Renfro missing games. Missing games. And, Paul De, and Devontae like, man, we got to do better than that. I could have stayed in Green Bay. He could have. And he's probably wishing he had a state degree, but probably not. Probably not. I mean, I don't think he doesn't strike me as a guy that has a whole lot of regret. He's closer to his family, and I know his family means a lot to him. But, Skip, I'm not going to – look, I don't want to excuse Derek Carr because Derek Carr and that Skip – and I try to wrap my arms around him, but he just – there's just something that every single time that I want to get close to him, something pushes me away. I agree with that. And I think that's what pushed John Gruden. John Gruden never, you know, John Gruden loved everybody that he doesn't have to coach. I, that guy gotcha. If I had, if I was coaching right now, I'd love to have that guy. And as soon as he gets that guy, I don't want guy. That guy can't gotcha. <laughs> and Josh McDaniel, like I said, Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Give me, hey, you count my coach Belichick. Nobody, whatever he's making, he needs to send half of that paycheck to Tom Brady. For the rest of the time, Tom Brady shouldn't have to work. He should be able to uh, be probably making like $8 million. For that million, you need to go to Tom Brady. Yep. I am with your takeaway on this. I have tried and tried and tried to wrap my arm around Derek Carr. Seems like a good guy. Yes. He's been durable, maybe to a fault, because all he does is start games. He started 91 straight games for them. Brady started 108, but he's second in the NFL right. in, in length of right. consecutive starts. Man, get a mask up. Don't you know what Jared Stidham is? Did you see Stiddy in New England? I you did. had Stiddy in New England. They did. Josh had a hand in drafting him in, yes. the, what was he, a fourth-round pick? Yeah, out of Auburn. Out of Auburn. I watched him a lot at Auburn. He... he he flashed occasionally. He's got athletic. I watch him at Baylor. He, he's a big, strong kid with, with a nice arm, so they want to see, well, what do we got? Well, you don't got Derek Carr because I think you just burned the bridge. Oh, yeah, it's over. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It feels yeah. over yeah, to me. Yeah. Now, The Athletic reported that this was not Josh McDaniel's decision. This went to the top. This went to Mark Davis. Yeah. He was the one who's just seen enough of Derek no, Carr. No, Skip. His, his, his money, $40 million, is guaranteed if he get hurt. Well, that's another You don't have to get hurt. No, but I'm saying <laughs> yeah. he, he's ready to move yeah. ahead, move, yeah. move yeah. a different direction. Because he got no money after this year. Okay. You can get out. It, it would cost you about almost $6 million. Oh, so $6 it, million. It, it, it's not too bad no. to get out from under him after this year. So what's happened over, over the expanse of time? What is it? It's been um, – the Raiders had two winning seasons and two playoff appearances in Carr's nine years. Mm-hmm. That's what it boils down to. Even though he's had runs, he's made three Pro Bowls. Yeah. He's been pretty good. Yeah. But he'll get you here, but he can't get you up there. Correct. And, Correct. and I think Mark Davis finally said, you know what? I've just seen enough. Next question. Mark, you're going to replace him with what? Tom Ooh. Brady. Okay. Is it going to be Tom Brady? Tom Brady. Okay, well, maybe. 
because it's hard to go find a young quarterback who's going to immediately be better than Derek Carr. It's hard to go groom somebody and know for a fact they can be better than Derek Carr, who's always been pretty good. He's been pretty good. I ask you this. Yep. Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro versus Mike Evans, Julio, Godwin, or Otten. Who you want? Well, obviously. I mean, listen, when they went and got Devontae, if you remember before the year started, I said, this is a playoff team. Yeah. And by the way, you want to talk about underachieving? They became the first team in NFL history to blow four double-digit halftime leads. Never happened before, yeah. but they pulled it off yeah. this year. Mm-hmm. So you saw flashes of, yeah. of, oh, there they are. There's the Raiders because of what you just said. I mean, Devontae, we thought coming into this year, was the best. Yeah. Number one. Hey, but, Skip, if you look at it, people are like, oh, Devontae, he's fifth in yards. He's tied for first in touchdowns. Yep. Now, he doesn't have the catches, the 115 no. catches that he normally would have, but he's had an unbelievable season. It's just that Justin Jefferson has had a, on a place to have a historic season. We saw uh, yeah. uh, Tyreek. Yeah. So it's not like Devontae, I mean, 1250 and 12 touchdowns, Skip, is nothing to sneeze, no, I, sneeze I, at. I got it. But the expectation for him sure. is, is 1,500 yards yeah. and 16, 17 touchdowns. Yeah. And by the way, he played in college with this quarterback. Yes. And by all accounts, I'm not there, so I don't know this for a fact, but friends. I think they're very good, they're good friends. friends. And I think it's legit yeah. that yeah. they're good friends. And the way he spoke yeah. yesterday, yeah. he spoke like he was speaking of yeah. a dear friend. He's the reason I'm here. Yeah. Hold on. What you say? You go back to that state. You say they're the first team to give up four double-digit halftime leads. Mm-hmm. So the, who that follow? NFL history. Who that, so, so when you got the 32nd-ranked defense, that's what will happen. Okay. All right. You, you can blame a lot of people. You can blame the head coach. And I'm with you on Josh McDaniels. I really like him as a play caller and a coordinator, but that's who he is, yeah. and that's what he is. And, by the way, he was a lot better play caller when he had that guy down in Tampa. Yeah. Okay, so I, I'm not sure about well, it. It's amazing, Skip, when you don't know, oh, that hand signal. Hey, they better check to this defense without the cameras available. Uh-huh. All I know is, yep. Skip, he tried it. What, he, what they were guilty of in New England, he went to Denver and pulled the same shenanigans. He did. And then he tried it. He goes to Denver, Skip, and he had a system, and it didn't work. He goes back to he goes he goes to uh, uh, New England and they win Super Bowls again because of that guy yeah. that six foot five guy Tom Brady that can't run but he can throw the football and he's the best. He goes to Oakland right now and they just came out of the playoffs. They did and had Cincinnati. They were throwing in the end zone with they a chance were. to win the game in Cincinnati. I hear you with Rick Basaccia as the no it was, uh, yeah Basaccia Basaccia yeah. what's his first name uh, Rich 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 I saw Rick Rich yeah, Rich. But, but but it's like, why didn't you keep it? They seem to rally around Basaccia, who was this longtime special team. Yeah, but you know how Al loved and Mark might be a chip off his dad's old block. He's yeah. going to go get with the big name. Mm-hmm. He, go, he, went and got he, John, he will. He went and go get John Root. Yeah. Yeah. Al loves name. He loves trophies. Guys that got Heisman, if you got a Heisman trophy, oh, the Raiders go. You might be a 72. I agree. If you got a Heisman, Al will get you. He loves Heisman trophies. He loves guys. He loves names. He loves shiny big things. Yep. And same thing, big, oh, that's Josh McDaniel. We got to get Josh McDaniel. You see what he's doing in New England? Yeah. But how about the coaches? Skip, we keep talking about the players that leave New England. How about the coaches that leave New England? How they do? There's been a lot of them. They coach Tom Brady, and when Tom Brady ain't their quarterback, and that's what you need to understand, when y'all go get somebody from New England, the coaching staff, Tom Brady ain't coming with them. No. And by the way, my theory on that is Belichick does not delegate. He's iron fist. Yes. He's going to control everything. everything. But if you got 12 as your quarterback and you're buffering the locker yeah. room as your leader of the locker room, you're probably going to win a lot of games. Of course. 
and you're going to win some Super Bowls, and they won six of them. But if you're going to try to take chips off the block, there's no block. Because it, it, he runs everything. He runs everything. They, they don't even they, – they, they're mirages. Yeah. They're, they're fabrications. Yes. Right? They're, yes. they're fraudulent yes. because you can't trust anything and that even, they and, and even Brady got to Brady said, man, later for this. Yeah. I'm tired of this. Yeah. 20 years of this browbeating me and telling me what I ain't doing and, and trying to minimize my importance to this organization. This, man, later for y'all. I agree. Dangerous to take a shot with any of these assistant coaches because which one of them has ever worked where? I and that's what I, I, I was getting when I was on the old show at CBS. I say, y'all do know Tom Brady's not coming with him now. They're not a package deal. <laughs> I know sometimes give you, hey, I come to your school, you got to take my home, boy. Or I come here, you know, I need, hey, get yep. a job, hey, I need, you know, such yep. and such. You getting that guy. 12 was not coming. No. Nope. And sure enough, right on cue. Whoop. Yeah. This is a dismal situation because. I think you're stuck with a head coach who doesn't belong being a head coach. Yes. And, and now you're going to start over at quarterback you unless yeah. you go get Brady and say, let's try it. But what's Brady got? I, I'm not sure what he's got left. Right. I don't know. A year maybe, two right. years maybe. And, Skip, yeah. I don't know if they're playing. Maybe they're trying to because I think John Gruden is suing for the remainder mm-hmm. of his money. Yeah. Okay, let's just say for the sake of argument you lose that. So that's $60 million. You just hired him. You probably gave him – Five, six years, about eight, seven, eight million. That's another 40 million. NFL just sent that memo. Y'all need to start firing these people for, and, and still having to pay them. That's costing 800 million in the last five years of coaches, general managers, and, 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 and prayer personnel yep. that's not on your roster and you still having to pay them. This is a bad situation. I mean, Carr brought a lot of this on himself, like you said, Skip. I've seen games he throws for 400, and then I see games that he like, has this dude ever played quarterback? That's who he is. And, it's, and you know what, Skip? It's okay. We have these expectations that we expect every young quarterback to be Mahomes or be Joe Burrow or be Josh Allen. Yep. Oh, you no, that's not the case. It's always been like that. Everybody wasn't Montana, Marino, and Elway, Skip. Mm-hmm. They weren't. There's always going to be a tier of guys here, a tier of guys here, and yep. a tier of guys here. Everybody, I don't care what you put around them. Every guy that's right here, if you put everything around them, ain't going to get to here. Yeah. Derek Carr, to me, was always like the top quarterback in the third tier. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yes. Where he's not even in the second tier, but well, he's really good he's as really a third good. tier. And, and he's going to win some games. Yes. And every once in a while, twice in nine years, he'll get you in the playoffs. Right. You won't go anywhere. No. But, but he'll get no, you in the playoffs. he'll get you there. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see what the trade market looks like for Derek Carr, guys. The rumor mill is already buzzing. All right, coming up, my favorite topic of the day, (laughs) Zion Williamson's amazing 43-point game last night. Guys, does it trump Lucas triple-double from the Mm. night before? Don't do that. that. You ought to be ashamed for asking that question. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life. 
from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges, therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash undisputedpod. Your mental health journey begins here. And I won't back down. The Pelicans, number one in the Western Conference. They won their fourth game in a row last night thanks to a career-high 43 points from Zion Williamson. Z scored the Pelicans' last 14 of the whole game. That got New Orleans to a 119-118 win over the Timberwolves. This guy's just one night after Luka Doncic's 60-point triple-double. Shannon, I will proudly and happily ask this question. <laughs> Who had the better game, Z last night or Luka the night before? Man, stop this. Oh, so now he's Z? Now he go by what? Like, oh, yeah, like, like bronze, Z. like hope? Really? Yeah. Really? That's what we doing yeah. now? You, you, you've got L. We got Z. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Why he's Z now? Yeah. But look. This is not even comparable, and, and kudos to uh, uh, to Zion last night, Skip. He's been in COVID protocols, and he's been away and comes back and do what he did. Uh, 33 points in the second half, tied for the most points in the second half, or maybe even a half in, in the Pelicans franchise history. Um, 14 straight points to close the ball game. He was sensational. He was a wrecking ball. Everybody knows he's a bull in a china shop. But anytime you can do something that's never been done in the history of the game, the comparable performance after that, I mean, no, it's, it's, it's not comparable. Uh, D'Angelo Russell said he was playing football, we were playing basketball. We can't touch him or guard him, so good for him. Well, you better match that physicality. Skip away in football, what do you say? We didn't match their – even in basketball, we didn't match their physicality. Yep. Well, you better get somebody on your team to play football right along with it. Yep. You got seven foot ten, 12 inch Rudy Gobert. You do. Three-time defensive player of the year. Yeah. Making $250 million. Thank you. And he was out there like many men. Zion would treat him like he'd have treated me in the paint. <laughs> he ought to be ashamed of himself. And, that, and he wondered why everybody taking shots at him. Because you 12, you're taller than Goliath, and you soft and drunk so cotton. That's why. And you I, are, I don't know how tall Goliath really was. I, I'm <laughs> they not said sure. Nine feet like tall. nine feet, I thought. <laughs> that's, yeah, what they, okay. that's what they that's what right, Go ahead. So I, I, I don't get it, Skip. And Zion would just treat him like a little speed bump. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Then he slowed out of that. You know, normally you slow out. You say, oh, that man, that man, scrub my underpants. He just go right over the top of him like it wasn't nothing. Mm. He ought to be ashamed of himself. But to make a long story short, I'm sorry I went long. No, it ain't even close. And you know it, Skip. Don't do this to that man. Mm. That baby bird. Mm. He say, hey. He's not baby bird anymore. He's Larry Jr. Ah, right? now you, you see the light. Well, I mean, he's grown up. You, he's not a baby anymore. You, you, you know, it came to Moses in a burning bush. <laughs> you know, some people, some people were struck and he yeah. blinded. Yeah. So now you see the light, right? So I got the tablet. <laughs> you, you gave me the tablets of the Ten Commandments. The Eleventh Commandment is yeah. I shall love Luca with all my heart yeah. and soul, right? It, it might be a, uh, yeah. your, your trash can on fire? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. This is just me from this side of the table. 
I slightly preferred Zion's game last night over Luca's the night before because of, number one, degree of difficulty, which you basically detailed, and because of late fourth quarter impact. Allow me to detail the aforementioned Rudy Gobert, three-time defensive player of the year. What did they trade for Rudy Gobert? Four first-round draft picks and four players. That's what they gave to acquire that man to stop players like this player who is eight inches shorter than he is. Eight inches shorter. And you know what, Skip, they did? That's the biggest mistake since Aesop gave his kingdom away for a horse. Mm. My kingdom for a horse. (laughs) Okay, so he's up against Rudy Gobert, and he's coming out of COVID protocol, so I don't know what his conditioning, his shape is exactly. And as you said, he did that. Yes. Okay, let's flip the script around what happened the night before. I'm going to say it again. Jalen Brunson is now the Knicks' best player. He was on path to come home to Dallas, where he was obviously Luka's sidekick for low those many years. And it was going to be his one opportunity this basketball season to say, see what you're missing, Dallas? Watch this. And what happens? He pulls up a little lame late in the Christmas Day game against the Sixers, and he's got a hip injury that keeps him completely out of this game that that we're speaking of at Dallas, right? Mm -hmm. So they're down their best player. One minute and 36 seconds into the game, R.J. Barrett, who's probably their third best player, lacerates the forefinger on his shooting hand, and he's gone for the rest of the game. And all of a sudden, into the starting lineup gets inserted Emmanuel Quickly, who'd started one game the whole year, and he plays 51 minutes in this game. And all of a sudden, off the bench comes Miles McBride, who's six feet two inches tall, second round uh, uh, pick and second year mm-hmm. player out of West Virginia. He ends up playing 46 minutes when he had averaged 12 per game up to this point. Right. 46 minutes? For some reason, Thibodeau played five guys, 45 minutes each, including the full overtime, because for reasons I don't know, Cam Reddish, who's a very good player, is completely doghoused and didn't see the light of play. And for some reason, an international player of high skill level and high mental capability named Evan Fournier did not play one second of this basketball game because he's apparently doghoused. Mm -hmm. So wait a second. You're down Jalen Brunson and R.J. Barrett, and you don't play Cam Reddish, and you don't play Evan Fournier. W- what are you doing? Well, you're just playing five guys, 45 minutes <clears throat> on average each, and yet now we get to down the stretch of this game. You're roaring back because you're in trouble against what's left of the Knicks. It's almost like tonight's Titans. This is the equivalent of tonight's Titans uh-huh, that you're uh-huh, playing. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, what did, what did it take for Dallas to even get back in the game? Christian Wood hit a monster three with 26 seconds left that actually gave them a chance and cut it back to to only six points. And then Dinwiddie hits a huge three at 9.4 seconds left that cut it to one. Not Luka. Those two guys did that, right? Yeah. Okay. So Luka in the second half did score 31. Zion scored 33 right. in the second half. Yeah. And Luka wasn't much of a factor all the, you know, in, in the late game fourth quarter stretch because this game. The man already had, the man, okay, yeah, I got without it. that 53, they don't even okay. have a chance. Okay. I, I don't know why it took that to even get back in the game. But I'm going to remind you. Luca's been doing this for a long time. Zion's just getting his feet wet because he hasn't been able to play very much. So Luca has started 296 NBA games yeah. and played pro basketball in Europe before that. 
Zion played at Duke, and now he started 111 games. So he hadn't even come close to If he had been hurt, how many would he have been started? Okay, well, that's been your point from the start. But right now, he looks pretty healthy to me, and he looks reasonably fit to me, right? You do realize Rudy Gobert played 29 minutes and gave you 10 and 8. Okay, because he was in foul trouble from the start because of the wrecking ball. The wrecking ball said, I ain't afraid of no seven foot two. Oh, you know. I, I got this. Hold on. I'm looking. Anthony Edwards, Jay McDaniel, Rudy Gobert, Austin Rivers, Daniel Russell. Mm-hmm. Where's Cat? We're calling Anthony mm-hmm. Towns. He didn't play. Oh, so okay. that is the degree of difficulty just went down. But nobody ever accused KAT of playing a lot of defense. That's why they went and got RG. Is but but they, they have accused Cat of giving you 22 he and 12. Can, they can, have accused him of that. No, he can do that. He can shoot three. Okay, so then. Okay, then. Okay, now let's see what happened down the stretch because the final 14 points of the game got scored by Z, as we call him now, Big Z. (laughs) If we could see what Big Z did down the stretch. It starts with a couple of free throws, and and he's been known not to be the greatest free throw shooter. Now he's in mid-70s, and he goes, these are clutch now. And you know what? This kid has always been clutch to me, even at Duke. He made a lot of big clutch shots. When the money's on the table, he rises and he shines. So he makes those two. And now, speaking of three-point shots, he said, oh, you're going to dare me to shoot this? This is clutch because this is 217 left to cut it to two. Okay? And then here he goes again, and he wheels and he deals over Gobert. And guess what? It's a four-footer, and all of a sudden, it's a tie game. That was to tie the game. And he comes down again. Whew! Did you see that swoop to the hoop? And all of a sudden, that's tied again. And then here we go again with another one. I, I thought this is my favorite shot of the night because that's a hard shot over Gobert. And that was man, get tied. up, Rudy. That no. man ain't did nothing to you. He yeah. landed on the floor he like the man. Yeah, yes. He steals the ball from D'Angelo, off a of D'Angelo pass and dunks it. Steal and dunk. That's to go up two. Then Ant-Man slams it at the other end. And then he caps it off by hitting the game-winning free throw. The game-winning free throw with four seconds left belonged to Zion Williams. And that it, that's a display, man. That is a monster finish so, to that game. In overtime, 60-21-10 on 21-31. of 31. Mm. What was Zion last night? Zion was 14-21. Okay, not bad, mm. not bad, 14-19. Okay. Luka was 16-22, uh, uh, but I don't count one of those missed because he did it on purpose. Okay. Well, Four turnovers plus minus. Skip, anytime you can say this man has done something, how many times have we seen guys go on a hot streak and score 15 straight? LeBron once scored 28 straight. Okay. But that ain't none of my business. I don't okay. even know why I brought it up, but I'm just saying this, to say this. This is an NBA baby we're talking about, and you saw LeBron what he was can a be. baby. No, little old baby. Little he, tiny he, he, little something. He's like a grown man he, at 18. He's big grown. Big grown. He stepped on the floor at yeah. Sacramento. I said, that guy's 18? He's 18. Uh, he looked like he was 28. Don't do that, Skip. Don't well, do he that. did. He really did look you like You do he's realize that, that Luca isn't much older than Zion. Okay. I, I got you. He's one year older. Uh, what? what? Okay. I, I got it. But he, I just told you he started 296 NBA games to 111 for Zion. The great C.J. McCollum said after the game last night, and by the way, he played with this guy named Damian Lillard for yeah. all those years in Portland, who's known as a quote-unquote clutch player. <sighs> C.J. says after the game, like, I, I don't think I've ever seen anything like that, meaning what he just witnessed. I, I don't know if we will ever see somebody with that kind of strength, that kind of power, that kind of speed, with the ability to jump east and west and straight up. That's yeah. the difference. Yeah, he can get, jump yeah, east yeah. and west. He can jump east and west and finish, which is tough and makes it hard to defend him. Okay. So, his teammates are raving about him. And CJ's point was, at, at, at the end of the game, all they were saying in the huddles was, 
give the ball to Z and get the F out of the way. That was their game plan yeah. down the street. Yeah, that's what definitely okay. happened. He, Skip, he was, in, he was in Portland when they said, give the ball to Dollar. Dollar, Dollar. I don't know. You know what that is, Skip. I don't know. Dollar, Dollar Bill, y'all. Trey Murphy said after the game, you can say this is just kid talk, but he said, I, I think Zion is the MVP of our league. You look at we're one of the best teams in the West. In fact, just now they have risen back to the top of the weather, tied for the top of the West. And Trey Murphy says he's leading us. He put up 43 on 21 shots. He scored the last 14. If I'm not mistaken, we're in the lead in this conference right now, and I'm just grateful to be his teammate. Okay, so that's what – they're already talking about an MVP What is bold to say to his yep. teammate? Okay. What you think Nikola Jokic's teammates saying? What you think Jason Tatum's teammates saying? Or Luka Doncic's teammates? Or Kevin Durant? Or Giannis, who had a 45-22? But, I, hey, so what are they saying? That's what they're supposed to say. 22 and L? Yeah. Hey. L? Hey, he wasn't even supposed to get them there. Okay. No Holiday and mm. no Middleton. Mm. Okay. Don't do that, Skip. Give, hey, give Zion his credit. That was Boy, an unbelievable this, this performance. Really impressive. The last 14... Against Rudy Gobert, and by the way, that, la- that game-winning free throw, that fouled out Rudy Gobert. So he just personally fouled him where, out. Well, where was he in? Ever you give me, hold on, you play 29 minutes and you 18 feet tall and you give me 10 points? Mm. He had, Skip, I didn't leave my couch last night. Mm. He had only had 10 more points than me. Mm. I'm 54 about to be a double nickel with mm. both repairing him, and that yeah. man only had 10 more points than me. Mm. Well, they gave up four first-round picks for him. Think about that. Four firsts for him. Yeah. Okay? So somebody thinks he's really valuable. And three times he got voted the best defensive player in the league. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. And it was Utah what? Huh. Remember they had a two-game lead on the Clippers? Mm. Remember they get bounced all the time? Remember they had a 3-1 lead Mm. on uh, uh, the Nuggets? Mm. You remember that? That Rudy Gobert was on that team. I do remember Mm -hmm. that. So Luca pulled off his 60-20-10, whatever it was, yeah. against the equivalent of tonight's Tennessee Titans. There you and, go, and, man. And then the night after, Zion does this coming out of COVID protocol against the three-time defensive player of the year. I, I would say degree of difficulty is through the roof no. down in New Orleans for Zion. And not, and not like Minnesota, it's not like Minnesota, you know, mm. the number three seed in the West mm. either. Mm. Just, just, for, okay. just for, but for just context. For, just for the context, two nights earlier, Minnesota went to Miami and took them right to the wire and had a shot to win the game. And, and you took the shot, what kind of shot? Mm. You know, that, that uh, Omicron. They got mm-hmm. the vaccine. They got a new boost yeah. for that. Okay. So, Context. Okay, but the Lost. Lakers last night did not take the heat to the wire. Yeah, we so we, we, we the T Wolves are good enough to go do that, skip. right? Whether Usain Bolt beat you by ten yards or a step, mm. you lost. He mm. won. Yep. So Miami won both games. Mm. I don't know. Zion's was pretty impressive. If you really look at it with objectivity, you can look at it how you want to. Ain't nobody thinking Zion's yeah. game was more I impressive than Luca. I don't know. Skip, you do realize in the seventy-six year history of the NBA, no player had ever had. A 60-25-10, a 60-20-10 game. Mm. Now, you've been some great players. Mm. Think about all the great players. Not a top 75 player has ever posted that. Mm. And Wilt has some impressive numbers. A 78-43, a 125. I mean, the man did average 50-25. Nobody has ever done 60-20-10. And you talk about a man that had 43. Really, Skip? Against what's left of the Knicks? Really? Is that an NBA team? What's left left of Minnesota? Huh. 
Are the Titans an NFL team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they are. That's why they're dangerous, right? They don't stop yeah. it. There you go. I put it like this here. If the Timberwolves were a tiger, they ain't got no teeth. And they ain't got no fangs. Really? Wow. Wow. Rudy Gobert, then somebody made a big mistake. This might be a mistake even more colossal than the Russell Wilson yeah. mistake, right? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Because here's the thing. Minnesota ain't never won anything anyway. Mm. The Broncos is, 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 a, is a great franchise mm-hmm. with three Super Bowl and multiple, multiple appearances in the Super Bowl. Yep. No, 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 uh, no, 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 no. All I know is Z, the wrecking ball, destroyed RG, the three-time defensive Oh, he did. Skip, but destroyed that ain't, him. Skip, look at all the people that be dunking on Rudy Gobert. Mm. And the first thing he do, he want to make it seem like he got hit in the face so the official could call a charge. Mm. Nah, get your big, lazy, sorry tail up mm. and take it like a man. Yeah. How, many, how many walls is he on? Mm. Not dunking on somebody, mm. being dunked on. Mm. Well, you know what validated Zion's performance last night? Jen Hale was there <laughs> to interview him on Jen, court after the game. Jen's a homer. What, was Jen Hale there to interview Luca after the game? She would have been. She, she was, like, was not there. She called she, in. She, she was there to validate this one for she tried to. She tried to get a call in, you know, tried to do a Zoom interview. I said, get your butt up. You got to yeah. get your butt up early this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there for every Pelicans game, guys. It was a completely electric atmosphere, sold-out crowd. We got to get you to a game because Z is even more impressive in person. All right, you guys brought up the Russell Wilson issue. Sorry, Shannon, we got to go here this morning. You think Russell Wilson could have prevented Nathaniel Hackett from getting fired? That's coming up next right here on Undisputed. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Russell Wilson talking to reporters yesterday all about the Broncos firing head coach Nathaniel Hackett. Check out what Russ had to say. Um, you know, uh, obviously, you know, devastated by Coach Hackett because I think he's an amazing man. The reality is, is that, you know, I, I wish I could have played better for him too, you know, I wish I could have played at the, at the standard and the level that I've played, you know, I've always played at and know, know how to play at. Shannon, what's your reaction to Russ's comments yesterday? Hell, I wish I was six foot nine with a 42-inch vertical and could shoot the ball like Steph Curry. Mm. Oh, how we wish for things that didn't happen. Mm. Sure, I wish. I, I hope. I like to think that it would bother Russ that he didn't play to the standard and, and the man lost his job under his watch. Um, hell, a lot of people in Bronco country wish Russ had played better. But I, I will stand by this. Russ is not as athletic as he once was. Russ, a large part of what Russ did came off script when the play broke down. He could get outside the pocket skip. Russ was never a one, two, three, the ball is out of his hand. One, two, three, four, five, ball is out of his hand. It was a runaround, pirouette, do different things, make plays happen like that. Now when you lose athleticism, a lot of what Russ game was based off of was athleticism. When you start to lose your athleticism, and you're not Tom Brady can play as long as he did wide skip because his game isn't based on athleticism. No. Nope. When your game is based primarily on athleticism, 
that starts to dissipate some. And I'm not saying you step off a cliff, but if it starts to dissipate some, you'll see a drastic change in said individual's game. And that's what we see from Russ. I also stand by Russ, there's some things that you're going to have to do differently to ingratiate yourself with your teammates. Now, you can blow it off, and everybody says, I'm shouting you, taking it personal. It's not personal. Mm. I love every player that plays for the Broncos because I played for the Broncos for 12 years, and I bleed, bleed blue and orange. And you won two Super won Bowls. Won two Super Bowls. But, Skip, there are some things that he's doing that if he did differently, I think it would go a long way and ingratiate himself. When you played that position, Skip, there's a look. We knew John Elway got certain perks and privileges, but he never made us feel that he was better than us mm -hmm. or he treated us different. And the coaches didn't treat him different in front of us. Mm -hmm. You can't do that. You can do that if you're an entertainer. His wife is a solo act. Yep. What normally breaks up groups, Skip? When the lead singer starts getting more and they start treating them better, they say, okay, I'm gone, I'm up out of here. Because we're a group, we're together. And now you get more. Mm. They see that, they'll become resentful. Mm. Actually, they'll start to despise you. The one thing a quarterback has, Skip, is that he can convince those guys to run through a wall for him. Yep. Tom Brady can do that. John Elway can do that. Yep. Peyton Manning, the greats can do that. Uh, uh, Mahomes and Burrow mm. and Allen. Yep. There's a reason why. Come on, Skip. You can't go where the team, your teammates speak so openly against you in one location. They don't rally around Russ. No. You need to change some things, Russ. Bro, I'm not, bro. I want you to succeed because if you succeed, the Broncos succeed. Bronco country is happy. I'm happy. But, bro, you played bad. And there's some things that you can do individually that's not football related that might change the dynamic between you and your teammates. Mm. Just a quick random thought. Is it possible that in the biggest picture, Russell Wilson was actually a product of the Legion of Boom? Could be, yeah, yeah. And, and that he won because of the Legion of Boom when they destroyed Peyton in the Super Bowl, the Broncos, mm -hmm. and then he began to lose because the Legion of Boom fractured over the pet treatment that he was getting. Yes, right? absolutely. Okay, and once absolutely. you didn't have the Legion of Boom as your quote-unquote bodyguards to back you up because they, they never liked you in the first place, right. but they, they were able to win a Super Bowl right. with you right. coexisting. Right. Then all of a sudden, the whole thing began to disintegrate. And then as you waned in your athleticism and maybe your commitment, may, maybe you're, because you, you obviously married a celebrity, you became a celebrity, and all of a sudden, Pete Carroll's saying, I'm out. Yeah, I, yeah. Oh, you're going to give me that for him? Yeah. Cele skip, celebrity fame and yeah. athlete fame is entirely different. Yep. That's a whole different ball game. I mean, Beyonce fame and Tom Brady fame is different. Very Tom Brady different. is great, but that, that, that's a whole level of fame, Skip. skip. Those entertainers, the Michael Jacksons and the Prince, uh, the Rolling Stones and the I Beatles. Agree. I agree. <sighs> yep. And boy, a. That's a whole level, but you can do that, Skip. You can be that way if you're a solo act, but you're in a team, not a football team, Skip. You can't do that in a football team. I spent 14 years in the NFL locker room. You cannot do it. Yeah. Maybe a little more you can get away with it in the NBA. Yes. Because it's a star-driven league, but this is a unity game. You have to be unified to go places in the NFL. Because them, hey, them guys will say, F you, do it yourself, yeah. Dad. You think you're so that much better, correct. do it yourself. Okay.
So when, when I try to analyze what he's saying about Nathaniel Hackett, I, I appreciate it, but he just goes over the top on and on. I'm to the point where I tune out what Russell says publicly because it comes across as just PR platitudes right. and it's a lot of phony baloney yeah. to me because it's hard for me to believe that he believes what he's saying. Correct. He's just saying what what you want to hear, Correct. What, he, what he thinks Bronco Nation wants to hear. He's going on and on about devastated about Coach Hackett. He's such an amazing man, amazing teacher, amazing father. Just watching him with his kids, See? one of the brighter minds I've ever been around, blah, blah, blah. You know, it just goes See, on See, when and you on. go overboard yeah, now, yeah. I take nothing with you. Man, you just okay. bull jiving. All right, so it's funny. Russell and Brady are the flip sides of each other because they're both public phonies to me because Brady tries to be somebody <laughs> he's really not in public because he tries to do all this, you know, it, it just comes across as, Corny, cliched, you know, <laughs> yeah. tries to be a social media star. And, and he's always saying and doing the right thing. But what is he? He's admitted before. I, I'm, I'm just lying to right. you. know, yes. like I'm, I'm trying my damnedest not to say anything to you because I don't want to give you anything. I only say 10 percent of what I'm actually thinking. <laughs> OK, there you go. So I think lately he said a little more of what he's thinking. But, right. but whatever, that's been his goal. and It was taught by Coach Belichick. Right. You just don't give him anything. You, you work hard to say nothing. And right. he's always worked hard to say nothing. And then when he tries to come across as this sort of goofy dad next door, I'm like, oh, I'm out. <laughs> but here's the difference. Behind closed locker room doors is the real Brady yes. and the real Russ. Yes. Because I don't think Russ is a good guy. I do think Brady's teammates think he's a pretty good guy. Yes. And I think they enjoy being around him yes. because they always I, – I, I've told you before – I worked with a whole bunch of players at ESPN yeah. who had played with him. And, heck, we, we've even had players on this show who, who said, you know, I, I I never saw anything where I said, oh, he's a well, phony. James, Harrison, James said Harrison said, I tried. I went in with my, my yeah, said, radar. I, I, waited, I, I waited. I'm looking, yeah. watching. Okay. Say, is, this, is he right. really for real? Is because he like that? The, the real guy behind closed doors, he, he, he can use the F word literally. Yeah, of you course, know, yeah. He's the MF word. Right. He, he's yeah. The, you know. He'll come across as more one of the guys behind closed locker room doors. But when he goes out, he plays somebody that I don't think is real. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay? Russ plays somebody that's not real. But when he goes behind closed locker room doors, I think they don't like him. No. Because I think he's a solo act. And I think he's, he looks down on the rest of the players. He and he's, he, he's like, I'm above it all. Yes. You, you know who I'm married to, and I, Skip. I can only base it on because I, I can only base it on the guy that I played with. That's equivalent of a superstar quarterback today, and that's John Elway. Yep. Whatever we were doing, Skip, we playing cards. What y'all playing? Deal me in. Yep. We shoot dice. Hey, I'm in. We play, Skip. We shooting poppy shot basketball before we go to practice or walkthroughs. Hey, in. I'm in. I'm in. So whatever it was, Skip, he ingratiated himself. Yep. Any conversation we're having, we playing cards on, on on the plane. He's playing right there with us. He never. Ever placed himself above us. He was never, he would talk to anyone. One, he talked to me, he talked to 53rd, he, he trash talking guys. He would get upset if, if a, a, a practice squad guy made a play on him. He gonna get me wrong. A, 80, T, let's go. Yeah. Bro, I just came, no, no, no. He didn't want anybody, okay, let's go, let's do this. So now I got to go, <laughs> the guy, now I got to go do something bad to you because you talking crazy to my quarterback. But it wasn't a thing, skipping the game. We had uh, physical corners and they be trying to beat up the receivers. He's like, hey, go outside and do this. Okay, I'm going to go out there and handle it. Yep. Th that's the kind of relationship that he had. It was never, uh, 
that. Hey, if anybody deserved to be a solo act, if anybody ever deserved to be above it all and, and be sort of living he's in still a God in Denver. Denver. He's a God in Denver. It's that guy. Still. Right? Yeah. And so, like I, like I said, I, I've never been like, I've been around Peyton. I got to know Peyton once he got to Denver. Didn't know him a whole lot. Yep. But even before he got to, uh, when I retired, he sent me a, 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 a card. Uh, so did Mr. Rooney, the, uh, Mr. Dan Rooney. He passed away. Yep. But being around him, Skip, he's different. And I've had a lot of teammates, a lot of guys that were in the locker room in Denver. It's that, like, he's just, he's just like, man. He's like, he's what you see. He's just like that guy you have a beer with. Yep. He's laughing and joking and pranking. And that's not, you don't have to be that. But you can't think, you can't let these guys think you think you're better. Mm. You can't do it. Nope. Or you'll get beat 51 to 14. Yeah, and they won't care about you. Yeah, they won't care. It was an ugly game, and the situation does not look much brighter going forward in the near future. All right, guys. I got a hypothetical for you. Could we see T.O. back on an oh, NFL God. field? Really? Could you imagine? No. Let's break down the latest. It might not be so far-fetched. Mm. That's next when we come back on Undisputed. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And I won't back down. 49-year-old Terrell Owens has continued to train. Now, guess what? Reportedly, he wants to make a return to the NFL. T.O. has been, quote, in constant communication with Jerry Jones' office. That, according to the wide receiver's agent. T.O. wants to get an on-the-field tryout to prove he can still play in the NFL. Tell you what, it would be entertaining, if nothing else. Shannon, is this possible? Could you see him possibly suiting up for the Cowboys again? No. Skip, that ship has sailed. The train has left the station. The party's over. He's missed the boat. Skip, I got T.O. as the second greatest receiver all time, behind Jerry Rice and in front of Randy. He's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, but he needs to let this go. So let me get this straight, Skip. Jerry cut T.O. in 2009 at 35. So and, it, and it, it was ugly. Yes. yes. So he last played in the league at, in 2010 at age 37. So nobody gave him a job at 38, 39, 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, 45, 46, yep. 47, 48, but now 49. Yep. Somebody's going to offer him a job. I, I don't know. I don't know what else. You're not going to change the perception of how people view you. You were great. Over a thousand catches, 150 touchdowns, all the yards, the Pro Bowl, the All Pros with three different teams. Only two other players have done that. Ted Hendricks and Deion Sanders, three players, mm -hmm. have ever been all first team All Pro with three different teams. He's one of them. Yep. And but somehow he has this insatiable appetite to think that he's going to change something that somehow somebody already perceives him as. No. And it's not going to happen. Skip, nobody's going to give him a chance. Jerry released him. Mm. 
at 35. But now, you know what? I want him back at 49. <laughs> I, I, just, I just don't get it. And he said, Skip, he played in the Fran Control League. He had yep. 11 receptions on 35 targets. Mm-hmm. He had three touchdowns. He said that performance led him to believe that he's ready for the NFL. That's like me playing PlayStation, guy playing PS5 <laughs> or Madden, and say, you know what? I need a trial. Yep. Stop it. It's okay, T.O., bro. You had an unbelievable career. Mm. You were great. Mm. And the story of the NFL cannot be told without you being mentioned. Yep. But this is absurd. Mm. So let me frame this by speaking as a lifelong diehard Cowboy fan. Do you remember what happened in 2000 when Terrell Owens played for the San Francisco Yeah, he went to the star. He caught caught three touchdowns. If we could see this, please. He went to the star twice to rub – Cowboy Nation's nose in it. That's from Jeff Garcia for the first touchdown, and he decides to run all the way to the star. Terrell was a showman, and he was an entertainer, but this is at the old Texas Stadium, Stadium. and he is standing on the logo. (laughs) And he got away with that one, but here's another little flip for a little fade route Uh touchdown, and he runs all the way, and George George Teague out of Alabama, he says, nope, not on my watch. I'm going to knock you off, said Star, and here he came and he blasted him. I love that. <laughs> so at that point, T.O. was public enemy number one for yeah. Cowboy Nation, obviously. So it's ironic we've come 23 years later, and now he wants back on the Dallas Cowboys. And to your point, that was an ugly departure in 2009. Yeah. There was lawsuits threatened back and forth, and, and he had a memo from Stephen Jones that he displayed publicly saying, look at this. Look what they said. Look what they did. Blah, blah. It, went, it, it, it was not pretty. Yes. So now I, I want to be very clear about this. I have massive respect for how hard Terrell Owens works to keep his yeah, body right. Phenomenal. Okay, so do you. But you too are rare in, in your profession yes. because most guys get out and they say, I'm free. Right. I don't have to do what they made me do all right. those years. I can just, I can eat what I want. I can do what right. I want. And the truth is, now you're just like all the rest right. of us. You can't. You cannot. Because you don't have to go to practice every day. So you can eat what you want, but it'll, it'll you'll show. wear. You'll wear what yeah. you eat, right? And wide receivers all of a sudden look like offensive <laughs> linemen. And cornerbacks look like defensive <laughs> linemen if you do that. Okay. But, that but that's the thing, though, Skip. And he loved the aspect. He lo- See, the thing is with T.O., he loves training. So he didn't view that as uh, evil to the part of his job. It was like, man, I, when I'm done with football, I'm going to be done with this training. No, he continued that. He did. He's in phenomenal shape. At a high level. Being does. in phenomenal shape at 49 is one thing. Being able to play professional NFL football, the collision sport, is something entirely different. Yep. He's not afforded the protections of a Tom Brady. I just, I, I, But I, I, I wish I knew what he'd hoped to accomplish. But I said, oh, I did that? So I've had my battles with T.O. I've made peace with T.O. Yeah. I thought once he did on what ballot, was it the third, third ballot? Third ballot. Get, get into the whole thing. Yeah. I thought maybe that will validate him and satisfy him to the point that it will scratch the ultimate itch of needing and wanting yeah. to go back and play. Yeah. I thought maybe he'll just make peace with his life and times and say, you know what? I'm in the no. Pro Football Hall yeah. of Fame. Of 8 billion people, I'm less good. than 400 men. 400 men. Over 25,000 men that have played okay. the game, coached the game, and been in front office. Less than 400 men have that gold jacket. Okay. So I thought at that point he'd say, it's time, to me, it's time for me. Just let this go. But no, he's 
he he remains so delusional that even at 49, as he starts thinking about, uh oh, you're going to be 50. Skip, that's right? not. Skip, that's not an IT job. Yeah. That's not an executive mm-hmm. assistant yeah. that, you know what, I was out of the workplace. Skip, I was like, think about it, because people be out of the workforce. I mean, sometimes mom or dad decide to have kids, sure. and one of them steps out of the workplace, mm-hmm. and then when the kid gets of age, mm-hmm. they back. step back in. Mm-hmm. Skip, you can't do that in pro sports. Mm-hmm. You can't step away from the workplace for 14 years and say, oh, I'm ready. Here I go. I'm sorry, the fan-controlled football league has nothing to do with the National <laughs> Football League. It has absolutely nothing. And that's not to diminish the people, no, the guys, the young I, men that I, I play in that league. I got but it. there are levels to this. Yep. So, hypothetically, if we put Terrell Owens in the Cowboys' starting lineup for tonight's game, right? could he catch two or three balls? He might. Yeah. He might catch two or three. Would it have much impact on the game? No. Might he get hurt? Yes. Yeah, he might. Yes. Okay. He Skip, he hadn't taken a lick in, yeah. in 14 years. Okay. He done forgot how it. to fall. Okay. And and the the sad irony to this is his agent is putting this out there because it's not coming from Jerry, yeah. I can tell you that. Right. His agent is putting this out there. Maybe they do the same, Skip. They relevant. do this every I know year. They I, know they, I, know they've done, I know they've done it since you and I have been on the yes. air together. Yep. <sighs> Terrell, did you see what T.Y. Hilton did? last Saturday on Christmas Eve against the Eagles. He made two plays in the game that I could argue were the two biggest plays in the game. Yes. On a fourth and three, he he drew a P.I. on arguably the best cornerback in pro football in Darius Slay. Big play Slay, who immediately said, you could just see his body language, you got Got me. me, You you got me because T.Y. Hilton has gotten a lot of people, and he's only 33 right. as compared to 49. But he played last year. He, played he, didn't, last play, he year. didn't play a full season, no, but he it. did play. Okay. So imagine T.Y. Hilton, Skip, trying to come back and play. He, go, he goes out. He's 32, so he's 33 now, and he tries to come back at 46. Yep. You think he making play? You no, think he... no. Exactly. So then what happened in the fourth quarter? Third and 30 happened. Third and 30? And he streaks right past big play slate and catches a 52-yard bomb. I was on the team, Skip. Play of the game. We played Minnesota. Minnesota picked up a 30 and 37 on a draw. The guy <laughs> went like 50 yards for a touchdown. Okay, but that you're, you're tricked <laughs> on that one. You just you just, just like, had the ball off. No, you, Skip, no. how you get 37? Okay, skip, but, on 30, 37, he's just okay, like 30, 30, you're, 30 you're, Skip. You can't get it up. But you're sort of playing for the pass, and all of a sudden he gets loose on you, and, and now it's, you're saying, oh, Somebody just make know. a tackle. Yeah, but, but you're playing so prevent deep that, that he gets a head start on you. Oh, yeah. He's ahead of steam. Yeah, was, yeah okay. Slay got to keep but, thinking. But, the safety still took a terrible <laughs> angle. Got to get over the top. But, but third and 30? And Dak made uh, – it, it might have been the sweetest throw of his it career. Was. It was. Uh, I mean, it, it, it was, was a great throw. It was it a great was throw. It was so beautiful. My point is this. You, you have argued all year, well, where's Michael Gallup? Well, he's starting to get his legs back right. underneath him, but you could, you could have made a case six weeks ago. Maybe they need a Terrell. Not that Terrell, but yeah. they need somebody right. to, to pick up a little bit right. of the slack here. Well, all of a sudden over the last three games – I think CeeDee Lamb has emerged yeah, as a top played, 10 he, Oh, receiver. he definitely played unbelievable he, last game. He was games. beasting, yeah. especially yeah. against Philadelphia. Gallup made a couple of plays right. against Philadelphia. He's starting to look like he used to look. Yeah. All of a sudden, I'm saying, well, wait a second. If T.Y. Hilton could step in there, I thought it was going to be Odell, but Odell's not going to be ready until right. next year. Right. So Jerry finally got off that bandwagon. Right. You know, he, right. he said it. He got his heart set on right. Odell, and he finally said, okay, he just not ever – Odell's telling Jerry, I can't do it this year. But And the thing is, Skip, is that Odell will play next year at 31. Yeah. 
Okay. Okay, okay. he's missed a year. Yeah. Not 14 years no, at no. 49. 14 years. And in 2009, so, so, so we go back to 2000, that was 23 years ago that he stood on the star. Right. And now you subtract. So he was 26. Yeah. Really? Okay. So you had a great career. Um, You're validated. You're a Hall of Famer. And, and you need to just let this go. Yeah. But I guess something is still missing. Something okay. that he feels that he needs to accomplish on the football field. Maybe he just wants to say, I know I can do it. I told you I can do it. Maybe it's, maybe it's a situation like that. Well, is it just a relevancy play? Because I, I'll give him this. He got us to talk about him. Yeah. Yeah. I love to yeah. talk about him. I'd love to have him come sit with us. Uh, but I, talk I, NFL. Yeah, that, that would yeah. be great. Yeah. Talk NFL. <laughs> not play it in <laughs> oh, NFL. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> It'd make for one heck of a reality show, guys, though. It would be a tremendous hard knock. You got a episode. podcast? Uh, uh, All right. Get your popcorn? Yeah. Keep doing that, T.O. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Speaking of fireworks, gentlemen, benches cleared in the Pistons Magic game last Whoa. night. You are going to want to see <laughs> wow. what caused it all. It was crazy. That's next, right here on Undisputed. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperice.com. Ejected in the Pistons Magic game last night after a team-wide scuffle. The Magic's Mo Wagner hip-checks Killian Hayes while going for a loose ball. Hayes gets back up, hits Wagner in the back of the head, and Wagner appears to go unconscious. Shannon, who's at fault here? Wagner. Man, you run, Skip, you know, it doesn't take much if you run in full speed for somebody to bump you, and you already like, oh, I'm going to get this ball, and then he bumps you, and then you go into the crowd. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know what he expected to happen. You thought the man was just going like, oh, man, uh, hey, that's just good hard-fought basketball. Nah, because you didn't have to do that. And so he's like, he acted appropriate. <laughs> I don't think you should hit him in the back of the head because you hit him with, a, you hit him with that bolo punch. You hit him right there in that badoula. Mm. He looked like he was good. Yeah, you are in the movies, how they be hitting somebody in the back of the head, they knock him out. I was like, I wonder if you could really knock somebody out that easy by hitting them in the back of the head. Well, I guess Apparently. you can. <laughs> I guess yep. you can. And, and, and I'm like, Dwayne Case is like, well, hold on. How, we, get, uh, we get two players ejected. They only get one. And they have players running up on all the bench and coming in our direction also. I thought that once you left the bench, it's an automatic ejection. That's what I thought. Dwayne Casey thought that too. He said, well, I need an explanation. Yep. But that's what happens, Skip. Yeah, you can't do that. I mean, you, the man's running full speed trying to get the ball. He's not anticipating you doing that. And you shove him. So what did you expect him to do or what did you want him to do? Okay, so let's start with this. Mo Wagner never was accused by anybody of being an enforcer in no, this league. He, no. He's not some badass guy. Right. It's a bad pass. It's into the backcourt. He chases it knowing full well, Mo Wagner, that as soon as he touches it, it's going to be backcourt. Correct. But he decides at the last second, well, I don't want to touch it, but I need to make sure it goes out of bounds right. without those guys getting, getting a hold of it. Correct. And here comes... 
Killian Hayes on the fly, and he kind of gets fooled. And at the last second, he's just trying to shield him. Right. But he bumps Hip him protect. at full speed, <laughs> and and he caroms into the bench. Right. Which happened to be his, own, his bench. own bench. Okay. Now, lunacy ensues. Yeah. Because Wagner falls into a bunch of pistons. Yeah. Bad place to be, <laughs> yeah, exactly. especially after you did just <laughs> did that. Exactly. You're, you're, you're in the middle of the hornet's nest. Yes. Right? Yeah. And then Killian Hayes loses his mind for a second. <laughs> he did. And sucker punches him in the back of the head and puts him to sleep for a minute. Doesn't it look like he yeah. goes to sleep? It yeah. looks like he goes out, right? I don't know if he just was sort of sh- shell-shocked and closed his eyes for a second. Right. But he falls into the crowd of Pistons, KO'd. Yeah. And now the whole Magic Bench is watching up the sideline and says, wait a second. Our guy is trapped in right. the midst of the hornet's right. nest. Well, I, I, the, I know what the rule is, and the rule is a hard and fast, yes. can't-break-it rule. But they're saying, our guy is in trouble up right. there. So I think Shannon Sharp in his playing day says, I got to go. Oh, yeah, I got to go. Yeah, you gotta I, go. I just got to yeah, go yeah, yeah. because it's just it's, it's part of the, the deal. It's, it's part of the brotherhood of a team. Right. If your teammate is stuck in the middle right. of the bench, and and I, I don't know if they saw the, the shot to the back yeah, of the right. head. I don't know if they could see it. But they think he's in some jeopardy because right. he actually was in some jeopardy. Of course, yeah. The whole bench clears and runs up the sideline to protect said player. Right. I got to tell you, I can't condemn them for that, no. even though they violated a rule that should have gotten them all ejected exactly. and will get you each and every one of them suspended. suspended for one game. That is correct. I, I think you have to do yes. it. Because you have to send a message around the league, this will, will not be tolerated. Well, that's what uh, David Stern did. And it might have cost the Phoenix Suns. Well, remember they, when the Robert Ory hip check, I think yeah. it was Steve Nash. Yeah. And, and Stoudemire came off okay. the bench. But, but they're like just stepping onto right. the floor. Right. They're like crossing the and, magic and, line. And, they right? did, and he did it to the letter of the law. He did. He step on the court yeah. from the bench. Literally step across the line. Oh, look, look at the yeah. video. You're, yes. you're done. Yes. You stepped across the line. Right. These guys didn't step across the line. They ran up the line. They were still. Oh, they were, yeah, they okay. were way from that bench. Okay, they were still technically out of bounds. Right. They never stepped onto the court because they didn't need to step on. What about the, court. the guys that were already on the court? Yeah, well, what, I, I, what, I'm not sure. I mean, uh, what did they get fined for? They're fair game. Right. I, I think they're they're good to go. Because but, they're supposed to try to de-escalate it because they said, like, okay, I was coming to try to get my guy out. Okay. So look at all the players who were at that moment on the bench who, who ran for it up the sideline. Yeah. His, his brother, Franz. Franz, and then Cole Anthony and Wendell Carter and Gary Harris and Mo Bamba and R.J. Hampton and Terrence Ross and Admiral Schofield. It's like they're going to have a hard time playing the next yeah, game. They're, they're going to have to go yeah. G League, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That's eight guys. Hey, and if – you and know how Bob probably still snoring, so yeah, I, <laughs> I mean Mo. Mo, he's still snoring. Yeah. Okay. So if one guy bolts, let's say just pick Cole Anthony, he yeah. says, I gotta go help my guy. Right. He starts running. Well, the, the, if you're it, it's like the bullpens in baseball yeah. when when right. the brouhaha starts, yeah. right? You, you, got to, you, you gotta go. Right. Or, or they'll look at you like, where were right. you? And you can't let him go and go to the hornets, the, 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 the den. Yeah. By himself, no. because you already got one guy over there by himself. By himself. So we got to go. Okay. We got to go. Go in numbers. Okay. So I think they're all going to get suspended. At for least a game. game. Yeah. Okay. One game. Did anybody throw any punches other than uh, Killian Hayes? I couldn't see one. It was like a baseball brawl, right. quote, quote right. unquote, where there's just a lot of woofing, pushing. Right. So he when he fell into the crowd, that's when you 
Yeah, you know, I know. I, I got it. I hey, got nobody, it. hey. All right. Now back to Killian Hayes. <laughs> it seems like a good kid, but he lost his mind. Oh, you'll get suspended by four games. Hey. You know, to me, this could be a double-digit game yeah. suspension because this is throwing a punch that knocked a guy well, out. Well, remember B.I., when he got suspended he for throwing that punch at Chris Paul, he got Dude. four games. He got four. Yeah. He, but he came in. Skip, he brought that thing. That was in L.A. He brought that he thing from, from, ooh, from Orange County. He did. Mm-hmm. He didn't hit Chris Paul with that, but Chris Paul, yeah. CP, CP4 might have been an adult by the time he woke up if he didn't hit him with yeah. that one. Now, every time Ernestine's watching a game with me and sees B.I., she says, he's a bad guy. I said, no, he's not a bad guy. He just, it was just he a moment like, of – He didn't like Chris Paul at that right. moment. He didn't like – but he's, he's a good guy. Yeah. Like, like, no, he's not a bad guy. Yeah. Okay, so the point is, Killian Hayes is not a bad guy, right. but he did a really he, bad thing. A really bad thing. thing. Like, that's really bad to did me because it, it connected. It did. It did. Yeah, he got at least four – I believe he getting at least four games, Skip. Really? He getting knocked out, it might be six to eight. It just might the guy be. got skipped. I mean, like I said, I don't know. I mean, but if he, I mean, it probably he looked like he got knocked out. He went to see, he slept him. <laughs> he slept him. <laughs> so, I mean, what do you think Adam Silver's going to do? Skip, he can't have that. Hey, that's why I think double digit. I, I just think you got to send a message that will not be accepted, <laughs> yeah. right? I can't look the other way on this one. This is not a two or four game suspension. Right. This is 11, um, I'm sorry, 10 games because. I, I haven't seen that in a long while. I, I thought we were rid of that. This, this is like malice at the palace right. kind of stuff, right? right? Whew. Knocked him out. <laughs> <laughs> the new bad boy. I bet he won't shove anybody oh, else. Guys, the- he won't even be at a concert shoving. He's like, go he ahead. Won't. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, the good news, guys, at least according to Franz's younger brother, he says Mo was doing just fine after that blow to the yeah. back of the head. We will, we will wait to see what the NBA's decision what it is when it comes down. All right, causing turnovers, guys. Is that going to be enough to get the Cowboys back to the NFC yes, Championship? Absolutely. Let's get the guys' take <laughs> on the other side of this break. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. So the Cowboys led the league last season in takeaways. Now they're on track to finish this season on top again. It would be the first time a team has led in back-to-back seasons and takeaways since the Steelers nearly 50 years ago. The Cowboys this season also lead the league in turnover differential. Shannon, how much do these stats predict playoff success for Skip's team? They don't. uh, You really don't think so? Well, not as much as you would think, Skip. A team that has not led uh, uh, the uh, team, hadn't won the Super Bowl in the last 21 years, once in the last 21 years, that led the league in takeaways. Who was it? The did 2013 you know? Seattle Seahawks. Okay. All right. We did it in 2000. The Ravens did it. 13 Seahawks were the, the destroyed um, Broncos. The Broncos. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and now, if you go back, there's only been seven times, seven Super Bowl winners led the league in takeaways. Kansas City in 69, 71 Cowboys, 74 Steelers, 80 Raiders, 85 Bears, 2000 Ravens. And the 2013, I think 2013 um, Seahawks. Okay. It might have been 2012 Seahawks. Yeah. No, the Ravens won in okay. the 13, you're 13, 13, right. 13 Seahawks. So you can see, Skip, 
That's a, there have been a lot of Super Bowls played. What are we at, 57 now? I think this is Super Bowl 57. And only seven times has the, the uh, leader in takeaways won that. So, if, Skip, you won it last year. How did that work out for you last year, Skip? Mm. No, I don't know. That I mean, I need a number. How did that work out Tell for you? Tell me when it's my turn. If, if you answer me my question, I might be willing to turn it over to you. It did not work. <laughs> okay. Take it away, then. In fact, it was a disaster. <laughs> well, take it away, then. See, you did that, answer me that far. Skip, think about this. In 2020, the Dolphins led the league in takeaways. They didn't even make the playoffs. Mm. So it's really not the greatest of indicators of the type of success that you would think. You think takeaway? Oh, yeah. Playoffs or Super Bowl? Yeah. No, that's not the case. How about turnover differential? I didn't look, I didn't look that you up. Look it up. Yeah. To me, that is the ultimate predictor of postseason success. And all of a sudden, my team has now taken the lead in turnover differential. Yeah. Ahead of the Philadelphia Eagles because not only did we beat them, but we beat them at turnovers four to one. Yes. So we we surged ahead of right. them. So right now we have the best formula of taking it away and not giving it away in all of football. Well, you do give it away, but you take it away slightly more. Well, we do. We do <laughs> to the point that we are leading in the differential of it. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to remind you, as you well know, I don't need to remind you. I'm just going to acknowledge that okay. if you go back 50 years to the 1974 Steelers and they went back, they actually did it three years in a row. Right. They led in takeaways. Right. The, the first year they got to the AFC Championship game and lost to the Dolphins. Second year they lost to the Ravens in the divisional round. But then the third year, 1974, they went on to beat the Vikings in the Super Bowl. And it was probably the most unwatchable Super Bowl ever because it was 16-6 to at old Tulane Stadium in New bet. Orleans. Jen will remember that way back. Well, maybe that's before Jen's yeah. time probably. I don't but, even remember that. Okay. But <laughs> the point was it was a cold day in New yeah. Orleans. It was a 50-degree day. Yeah. And it was it was 2 to nothing at halftime, Pittsburgh. And they went on to win 16-6. to But right. the point was. They did go on to win that Super Bowl. Yeah. So they were back-to-back-to-back in taking the ball away because you want to talk about great defense, and I'm not for one <laughs> second saying that my defense is that defense or belongs in the same conversation yeah. with that one because that was the steel curtain. Yeah, but, you, I mean, the likelihood, Skip, of, of a team in today's game having that many Hall of Famers that you drafted yeah. On a team. I mean, that's Joe Green. You drafted him. That's uh, uh, Mel Blunt. You drafted him. That's Ham. That's Lambert. You drafted them. That's Donnie Shell, who was a free agent in 74. Yep. And the L.C. Greenwood, you can make a case. L.C. Greenwood should be in the Hall of Fame. Should be. Agreed. He's just, he's not in because who he's surrounded by. And, and the voters finally say, well, we can't put another one in. That's exactly what they right? said. Because L.C. Greenwood, he was the leader in sack. I think somebody since broken that record. But he had the most sacks. But you had him and you had Joe Green. You had Ernie, uh, Ernie Holmes. They were tenacious. And Andy Russell. I don't know if Andy Russell's in the Hall of Fame, but he was a, a great linebacker before Ham and Lambert. He was. He was. Okay. So the point is, in my lengthy career, Turnover differential is telltale sign of a team on the rise. I've told you all year, even through the low points, my team has a, a new firepower and star power to it that I trust. Mm -hmm. I, I'm rising above the jinx ability of this team. I'm saying that, hey, <laughs> okay, hey well, well, seriously, I'm, I'm saying that they, they can overcome Jerry Jones. They can overcome Mike McCarthy because they're just too talented that they do good things. Dan Quinn is really good. That's why I don't mind Mike McCarthy. Please drop the mic. Please stay out of the way. Okay. Because Dan Quinn is a superstar coordinator. Yeah. 
who probably will be a head coach. Daniel probably he's gone. Oh, well, okay. Well, you're probably right. Although I thought he was gone last year, and then Jerry snapped well, his well, finger and said, "No, you're not." Well, wrong. they thought no, no, no. They thought uh, the Broncos thought they was getting Aaron Rodgers, so they got Hackett. Oh, he was going to be the coach of Denver, right. which he turned around might be the coach and the head coach in yeah. Denver. But something happened with Jerry and. DQ and Mike McCarthy, there was some some let, promise was made me, like, hey, you just you're in line to be the successor to Mike McCarthy. Uh, yeah. Okay? Uh, yeah. Right. Okay. So, you know, that's not going to happen this year. So, OK, I do have Kellen Moore running my offense. So I, he might be gone. OK, he might be gone. But my point is, I got two, dare I say, star coordinators. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's the, the guts and strength of my team. Mm-hmm. But what's happening with DQ's unit is that that they are on fire with the contagious takeaway vibes that, that they promote. There's a good story by Jory Epstein in USA Today. I'm sorry, it's in Yahoo. She moved to Yahoo. But it's really good. I, I would encourage everybody to go read it because in their meetings, they got all kinds of gimmicks that they're doing with taking pictures and they're signing footballs and they're, they're, they're making a big deal of takeaways because they're a big deal. Yeah. It, it's, it's the lifeblood of how the defense can change yeah. and win football it, it's games. It's definitely contagious. Okay. And you get one and the next thing you know, you got two and then you got three. Right. And then somehow guys just fight, continuously find ways to get the ball out. Yeah. And it can go contagious wrong too where suddenly you just go into a dearth of why, why can't we get, get them? It, right. Because they're, they're, there's no rhyme or reason, reason to it. But it's a mindset of we're going to get our hands on the football and we're going to take it from them. Well, I told you literally against Philadelphia, if we could see the two picks, my God, yeah, all, all of a sudden, Jaron Curse, he just goes up over Quez Watkins and takes the ball literally over his head. Look, I, you, you don't see this happen very often, and I don't think it was P.I. I don't think he fouled. That no, was no. the second pick. That, that was um, uh, Deron Bland. Okay, just took it away from Quez Watkins. Maybe it's Quez's fault. You got to run stronger to the ball. You got to yeah. be stronger. He got to flat it off. He, yeah. he gave, went up the field and gave an okay. opportunity. Got I, him. I got it. Maybe just hand fight. You, you just got to be stronger with your hands. I saw two of my DBs snatch the ball, and, and it was a literal takeaway. It wasn't their fault. It was what we did. Let, right? let me explain to it how, how it works the other way. Yep. Look at your Cowboys. They hit Dak twice. They got him against. They got him against who that was against the Texans. Yes, and they got the ball back. They got the ball back. Philly it's did it to way. him. Okay, and they got the ball back. So are one you t- just living right? Or are you just on on a nice you, roll? You, you just never know how that okay. ball's going to bounce. Because Biotish actually took the ball. I don't know right. who had it, but he, Lin, he, like, like, I, I thought had he did. Yeah. But but all of a sudden Biotish reaches in. And just snatches the yes. football up. Yes. So maybe he's got takeaway fever, too, and on you, offense. And then you see the bobble, and then a curse scoops it up on the carom and gets it. He did. Okay. But Dak was snake bitten, and at Jacksonville, a ball goes off Noah Brown's hands, and all of a sudden, it, yep. it gets snatched up off the turf yep. and pick six, six, right? Yep. Okay. So I, I just think those two numbers, especially turnover diff, yep. leading to takeaways, I think they predict that my team is going to make a deep playoff run. I've said it from the start. They're going to the NFC Championship game. I'm not going to go beyond that, but they're going to get there. That's going to require winning two road games, maybe one at GOAT, maybe another one at Kyle, as in Shanahan. Big maybe. in, big uh, Yeah. Okay. No! Yes. I said it from the start. Okay. I stick with it. Okay, stick. Okay. Yeah, here we go. It's the right time of year to get hot. That's for sure <laughs> on either side of the ball. All right, guys, back to the hardwood we go because, man, that Orlando Magic Pistons game wasn't the only one with some fireworks. Did Grayson Allen go too far once (laughs) again? 
We'll get into that in just a minute. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And I won't back down. DeMar DeRozan sure was quick to confront Grayson Allen last night during the Bucks bulls game. This after DeRozan was on the other side of what he described as a, quote, excessive hit from Allen. DeRozan says it was Allen's track record, and he wouldn't have confronted another player in the same situation. All right, Shannon, so we're looking at it right now. Uh, what do you think? Was this hit truly excessive? Yeah, I agree with everything DeMar DeRozan said. Grayson Allen has lost all benefit of the doubt. That's true. Given his history, given, yep. go back to college, yep. given his history in the NBA, the Bulls are already on high alert because he snatched Caruso out of the sky last week, last year. Can we see that just while I think we have that? Because we, we need to see that one, too, just to give the context of this. So, so yeah. I mean, come on, bro. Yeah. I mean, you got a little show. Here's, here's the Caruso play. Oh, God. And he fractured his right, right wrist. Right. He was out six weeks. Yeah. So he's lost all benefit of the doubt. And DeRozan said it. Had there been any other player that I've never, I wouldn't have done what I did. But given who it was and given his history, that's the why, that's why I let him know I was not okay with what he did. So he got pushed a little bit, he and he shoved DeRozan a lot. He's <laughs> he like, did. well, no, nah, it was your guy that pushed me. Nah, bro. Nah, nah, <laughs> nah. And, and like I said, no one has chin-checked him yet, but it's going to happen. Eventually, he's going to he catch somebody at the right time on the wrong day. They yeah. had a bad day. The girl said something or the wife acting. Yeah. And, and yep. then he'll be done with it. will be done with yep. Because you can't keep doing stuff like this. And then and that's what he do, Skip. That little poop, that little poop eating grin on yep. his face. Ugh. He just he irks me with that bull job. Yep. I told you the other day, Mac Jones has some Grayson Allen in him <laughs> because you've got one screw loose yeah. and you just cheap shot people, maybe because you're overachieving. You right. think I yes. gotta, I yes. gotta, I yes. gotta do this. So playing question. Last night, Grayson Allen stumbles a little bit, but at the last second, he sort of takes liberty and he goes ahead and just rams him in the yeah. back and knocks him down. Well, it's a little cheap. It's not a lot cheap, yeah. but it's cheap enough that if it's Grayson Allen, I'm doing it's just what you're doing. It's a lot of cheap doing. because yeah. of him. Right, <laughs> only because of him. Anybody else, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that one. Yeah. I'll let you get away with most people. So what do I see from Grayson Allen? Now, you love the box this year. Yeah, yes. He's actually contributing at a fairly high level to the Bucs because he's a pretty good NBA player. Yes. He plays smart, he plays hard, and he's got a screw loose. Mm -hmm. But he's always got a screw loose yes. because at Duke he was tripping people yes. and he brought it into the league a little while. He yes. brought it into the summer league. Remember, yes. it started in the yes. summer league. And I, I think he's probably been counseled out of this or yeah. somehow he's gotten that pretty much out of his system. Mm -hmm. So this year he plays – a lot for them. He's yeah. averaging 10 points a game and right. four rebounds and three assists. So he is a contributor. He's hit some big to, shots for him this and, year. And he will hit yeah. big take and big, hit big shots. 
He's actually leading the league in free throw percentage, but he only takes two a, a game, so I can't count. But he's he's making 93.4% of his free throws. Right. So you can trust him to make a whole lot of free right. throws when he gets chances to make free Skip throws. Skip is simple. Okay? He's a repeat offender. He's a repeat offender. And they're treated, and they're treated harsher. Yeah. You, the judge like, hey, don't let me see you again. Yeah. You come before me again, I'm going I'm I'm to do something bad to you. Right. And you guys, Lakers, have missed the Caruso, as it used to yes. be called, because he was pretty good with LeBron. I thought he was a good fit. LeBron vibed off him, yeah. liked him, trusted right. him, let him take shots. We, we, I guess we got the cheaper version of the Caruso with Austin Reed. You, you did, and he's getting better by yeah. the dribble because he's undrafted, and right. so, so was Caruso. So Caruso. But, but, but the point is, Austin Reeves is starting to figure out how to be. I just don't think he has quite the knack and feel that Caruso No, has. he doesn't have the athleticism. Yeah. Caruso is really he's, athletic. He's very athletic. No, I agree. So then Caruso goes up for that shot last year, and Grayson Allen snatches him out of the sky. Right. And it's just it, – it, it's not a lot cheap, but it's it's cheap enough yeah. that it's – oh, it's Grayson Allen. Right. Okay? It's, 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 that's it, Skip. It's just like, oh, that's it? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 So he's lost all benefit of the doubt, Skip. If, even if he trips – and he tripped somebody, man, man, he accidentally tripped. He didn't mean, no, it's Grayson mm-hmm. Allen, so he meant to do it. Yep. But it's it's intriguing. He's still afloat in the NBA yeah. because he's got some he, talent. He's a player, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he's a player. Yeah. 119-113. <clears throat> Jeff, win for the Bulls last night, guys. All right, has KD propelled himself into the MVP discussion, do you think? That's coming up next right here on Undisputed. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. We see you, Brooklyn. The Nets have now won 10 straight. This after last night's 108-107 victory over the Hawks. KD put up 26 points, 16 boards, 8 assists in the win. Flirting with that triple-double. Shannon, could you see KD winning MVP? Well, the degree of difficulty wasn't that high. Mm. No ice trade, no clear no. capella. No, well, I sure that's a bit advantage. Whatever, whatever. It's possible, but let me tell you why it's going to be tough, Skip. Mm. Because didn't Kevin Durant say the media don't know belief? So these media members, I, I don't care what you say, they shouldn't, should, but they got feelings. And they hear what you say, and they say, we don't know anything. We're going to show you just how little we know and vote somebody else the MVP over you because of what you said. <laughs> you can't keep – it's just like you, a player shouldn't take it personally when the media say things, but you can't expect you to say take a shot at the media and not let them take it personal. Skip, they're human. Yep. And humans have feelings. They have emotions. So when you tell them I've they don't – I've been there and done that. <laughs> so yep. when you tell them they don't know, bleep, they say, yep. okay, we show you. Well, he said, I don't know, bleep, and here I'm saying, <laughs> well – He's got an MVP case he that he's starting to make because they've won 10 straight games to get to 23-12, and 12, and they're starting to look like what I thought they should have looked like last year. Yeah. They're starting to look like, dare I say, a contender. Yeah. I'm not going to go to a championship team, but, but a team that could seriously contend 
because I think they love and believe in their new head coach. Kyrie's on his best behavior. He is. Is he on his best? Is this long term or is he trying to get that 250 mil? Well, but we, we got a long way to go, but it's starting to feel right to oh, me. Oh, they're playing unbelievable. Yeah, because the stat of the night is that Kevin Durant got 16 rebounds. Yes. I, I believe he could average 12 rebounds if he so desired, but right. he never desired. And under Steve Nash, he didn't try to rebound right. or play much defense, and now they're all trying to play defense. Well, they got to because they're a very small team. Yeah. I mean, because when you look at Royce O'Neal, you look at uh, uh, KD, you look yeah. at Nick Claxton, Skip, they don't really have any size. They don't have any girth. They don't have any no oomph. Okay. So I, I got you it. have to play some defense, and they're doing a great job of rebounding the basketball, Skip. Again, last night they were even with yeah. the Atlanta Hawks, 47-47, whereas earlier in the year, Skip, minus 19, minus yeah. 16, minus 20. Well, you give people that many t- chances at the uh, rebound the ball, second chance points, yep. you're going to lose. You're just going to lose. And all of a sudden, my man Patty Mills came back to it, life and hit you three had, out of had three. A bite, three uh, right. uh, had a sighting last night. Yep. I love this team. You think they're the best in the East now? That win, guys. No, the Sixers are. Yeah, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. Celtics. JT. It's shaping up to be a fun two-thirds of the season left to go. <laughs> that's for sure. Great stuff today, guys. We will be back tomorrow at the same time. 